Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. The Zudo Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. By the time I got in. And now I'm looking, it may snow on Sunday for Easter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, well, I just read it right before it went on the air. So rain may turn to snow on Easter. Which is, which is on Sunday. In case you forgot. Yeah, what's it say? I'm looking right now. I just clicked on the 10 day firecast. Uh, according to weather.com, it says Sunday is cloudy, no rain. Mm. Yeah, yesterday I saw a possible snow, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It says 8% chance of rain. Which may turn to snow at some point. I don't know. Listen. I'd rather have snow than rain. I'm no meteorologist. For the kids. For the kiddos, you do the uh, the Easter egg hunt? Well, yeah. I mean, depending on if all this water's still sitting around, everything's going to be frozen. I believe there's a neighborhood one. There's a neighborhood Easter egg hunt, and then, yeah, we'll call the eggs on on Saturday. Got to do that. If it snows, you should color them all white and then just go yes. find the eggs. <laughs> well, you know, what? you know what, Jeff? You know what else is Sunday? April Fool's Day. 
April Fool's Day and Easter. That, Which, is, it, is that where Jesus comes out and goes, just a kid? Yeah, don't get to that. Just kidding. He is risen. I have fooled you. <laughs> well, you know what that means. <laughs> Somebody just went, ooh, I don't know if I can laugh at that. It's, uh, it's uh, April Fool's Easter pranks. How fun, huh? Uh, great. So we could do like Easter themed April Fool's pranks. Which everybody loves pranks, don't they? Mm. Love them. Awesome. Love them. Mm. Love pranks. So I guess the last time it was Easter on April Fool's Day. Or is April Fool's Day on Easter, depending on what religion you are. Uh, <laughs> last time that happened was uh, 1956. And it won't happen again until 2029. So we got to make the most of our Easter theme pranks. Don't we, guys? Yeah. Gal? yeah. Yes. We do. Got it. So here are some fun ones. Here are some fun Easter-themed April Fool's Day pranks that you could pawn the kiddos. These are all specifically for pulling on the kids. Eh. I mean, eh, I mean, okay. I, th- I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think pranks are limited to any age. You could do any any type of pranks prank. are for all ages. They sure are. Very well said. Pranks are for all ages. Fun is for all ages, Moon. I agree. Because pranks equal fun. <laughs> uh, fill a hollow chocolate bunny up with mustard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. Because then I got to do the laundry when that gets all over everyone's clothes. And, yeah. and, then, the, and then get the blood off of your shirt after I punch you. How, how, do doing you, that. how does that go undetected? Well, you could poke a hole yeah, in the yeah. bottom and just, you know, take a yeah, like I, a French's mustard bottle and and then I grab that there. and I go, "Hey, who opened this?" Hey, you know what? The, don't, I did, don't I think I did about the research. The uh, the pre- uh, percentage <laughs> of people who like that combo, chocolate and mustard, zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, even if they seem see some kind of like yellow thing leaking out, they'll probably think it's just a uh, cream or custard or something, guys. Yeah, nobody would put mustard in here. All right, how about this? An Easter-themed April Fool's prank. Dye a few raw eggs that haven't been boiled. The big payoff for that one is when they toss it in their basket or try to eat it. (laughs) Hilarious. Yolks on you guys. Hey! (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about this, guys? This one. This one's going to be great. This one's going to be great, guys. Listen. You know the plastic eggs, little plastic eggs? Fill them with disappointing stuff like vegetables. <laughs> or crumbled up candy wrappers. Or if you want to take it a step further, glue the egg shut. Now that is actually hilarious. That's funny. Let's put some quarters in there and then glue it shut. Uh, <laughs> here you go, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Or do this. Take a few of your kids' old toys and put them in their basket. Hopefully they freak out, claim Easter's a sham, and then they'll hate the Easter Bunny forever. <laughs> Do any of you guys use the Easter Bunny, you know, like as 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 a threat? No. Like throw the Easter Bunny at somebody? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, you know, during around Christmas time, kids got to be good because Santa's coming. Oh, sure. So you want your kids to be good? So the Easter Bunny shows up and, and, and leaves a basket. 
I'm not. I'm not sure. I've I've heard no mention of the Easter Bunny in the past couple weeks. Hmm. Like, hey, Dad, when are we going to dye the eggs? Haven't heard that. I think maybe I could even skirt by without without doing anything. No eggs. No eggs. Nothing. Really? Hey, it's Sunday, kids. Nothing special about today. <laughs> yeah, I, I used that yesterday. Oh, as a threat? Yeah. My daughter wasn't listening. I was like, that's fine. I'll call the Easter Bunny right now and tell him to skip our house. You got him on. And she, you and got him goes, in your favorites? And she goes, don't do that! And I'm like, right, <laughs> I'm like, just start picking up your toys. And she did right away. With people that don't know, it's sad because she's 22. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it's a yeah. little... My version of that, and it doesn't really happen anymore, but a couple of years ago was taking the cell phone away. Everything was, oh, yeah, I'll take, or not take it away. I can I can make one phone call and turn off your cell phone. Mm. Or hit one button on my phone, it turns off your phone. That sort of yeah. thing. That works. That works. That works for teenagers. Yes. I always, yes. With, yeah. with my daughter, I always threatened to take down the TV. Like, we got the TV on the wall, you know? Yeah. And it's playing, you know, whatever Disney Junior she's watching. Mm-hmm. She starts saying, I'm like, I'm taking the TV down. She goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not my TV. <laughs> All right, here's another wonderful uh, Easter prank, because uh, Easter falls on April Fool's Day. Uh, make a sponge cake out of actual sponges, guys, mm-hmm. and then you frost it till it looks like the real deal. The cool thing about that is what an incredible waste that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sponges. Yeah. God. A lot of work. We're, we're looking for minimal it's effort, maximum so much impact. So much work. Or how about this one? Do an Easter egg hunt and don't actually hide anything. That is hysterical, by the way. <laughs> that that one there might might ruin your kid's Easter, though. I, I'm so you're talking like wish. just unleash the kids in the yard and say, go find the Easter eggs, and, and there's and nothing out there. Nothing. <laughs> See, if I was hosting... <laughs> gotta look harder. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> if I was hosting Easter, I would be like, hey, guys, adults, I hid Easter eggs outside. They each have little airplane bottles of booze in them. Everybody, it's an adult Easter egg hunt. Go look for them. And then I just would not have hid nothing. anything. Like, <laughs> Don't hide anything. Or tell them that you hid three eggs that each have a $100 bill in them. Mm-hmm. Go find them. Yeah, yeah. Or or paint a grenade and oh, hide that. Sure. Okay. A little more aggressive, but all right. Or kill a rabbit. Oh man. Put it in the yard Jeez. and say, Oh my god, what'd you do? You gotta put a little bow tie on it though first. Oh, goodness. You gotta put a little bow tie and a little miniature basket next to it. <laughs> When they start screaming and yelling, hey, there's a dead rabbit in the yard, you go, what'd you do? <laughs> there it goes next year. <laughs> and then be done with Easter forever and never have to hide any eggs again because you killed the Easter bunny. Somebody said, here, you put fake blood and fur and then scatter the contents of the Easter basket and tell the kids that the dog got the bunny. Why does it got to be fake? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Your kids ever figure out that all of the eggs in the backyard are... Just within throwing distance of the back uh, back door. <laughs> we don't put them in the backyard. We'll do them around the house. Man, I remember, I remember the Easter Bunny at my house when I was a kid growing up. It was legit; like they, they were hidden. Like there were a couple easies, easy peasies, but there were some that were like. I think even my folks were like, "Where we put those? Where where are those eggs?" Oh, dude, yeah, the, we, we we used to do it where. Um, my brother would make his, I would make mine. He would hide his, I would have to find his, and, and vice versa. Problem is, we were using real hard-boiled eggs. That's what we did, too, yeah. And a lot of times, 
we couldn't find them. We'd forget them, and four months later, what the hell is that smell? Oh, oh that's horrendous. Nice. You guys never had that happen? No. no we, we, I mean, we would like, never. No, there were rules be made after. For. We, we, <laughs> we, we literally would have moved everything out of the yeah. home just to find for that, that egg. <laughs> um, for that. Uh, we were, for that reason. We were good. For that reason. Yeah, you're supposed to hardball the eggs. Who dies uh, real life? No, no, they're saying, he's saying that saying, like, some the, people hide the, just the plastic just, ones. Just the plastic ones. Oh, no. We'll do the real ones. No, the fun is, come on, you get the you get the egg, you know, the, well, cups. Is it the PAS company, P-A-S? Yes. Or is it P-A-Z? P-A-S or P-A-Z, one of the two, yeah. Yeah. With the take, wires. Yeah, and you the, the wire and, and take the- Take a and candle. The, and the, the crayon, the wax crayon. Yeah, the crayon, you can do the rubber thing. bands. Gonna, yeah. You know, grandma, ma, gonna make a little design on yeah. it. I, I remember that. Uh, Don't get it on your shirt. Oh, you oh, got yeah. it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, away. Damn it. I remember last year, my daughter was almost two, and I was like, oh, this is probably the good a good time for her to participate in the fun. So we just bought like five of the plastic eggs that we were going to hide and, and then go find them. And she found one, and it was over. <laughs> and that's I, it. I'm like, there's more. And she goes, nah. I'm like, okay, I guess we're done here. Oh, and then there's the, you know, Easter egg hunts around around the area, usually in the uh, municipal park, put on by, like, the Boy Scouts or the, you know, the Lions Club. Or, yeah, I've got one right down the street from me this year. Or again. the town. Uh-huh. Where, you know, there's a big area, and they throw the eggs out, and, the kids run out there with the parents, and there's pushing, and there's shoving, and there's tears, and there's fights. Oh, yeah. Little Timmy and only got threats. eight, and that girl over there got uh-huh. 11. Well, I, I don't know if you, if you remember when I used to work for uh, an old radio station that, this com- that the old company used to own. They used to have an adult Easter egg hunt. And out of the, and I'm talking thousands of eggs that were thrown about Queenie Park, there was three golden eggs that was tripped to the, to Cancun. Okay, now the rule was is you got ten eggs. That's how many eggs you got, and inside each of the eggs, it was like anything from you want a pen to a hundred dollar gift card to this restaurant, and then of course the gold eggs, which was the trip to Cancun. I would watch p- adults, grown adults, grab hundreds of eggs. Hundreds. When they were supposed to only get 10. They would grab hundreds and then hide and then dig through them. It was embarrassing. Your job was to punch the people that got Uh more than 10, right? And then I have to go and and look at adults and go, you got too many eggs. You know what it is? Because anytime there's something free up for grabs, people turn into monsters. Yep. They really do. God, it's so true. Really getting the Easter spirit, huh? Parents? This is not what the bunny had in mind. (laughs) You pushed the three-year-old out of the way. Yeah. Great. Feel good about yourself, you a hole. <laughs> he is risen. <laughs> how how much? I mean, how much do you think the Easter Bunny you uh, spends on uh, uh, like a basket for your for your kid? Well, let's see here. Uh, the uh, Cadbury eggs, or how much? I mean, twenty nine cents, and I'm no, not, and, hey, I, we'll and, the, I, and I'm not talking about the actual basket. Like, let's say you we'll already the, have. No, we'll recycle the basket. Yes. You put the basket in the basement for the next right. year. So I don't know, four pack of Cadbury eggs, three bucks, four bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so times two for two kids. Uh, chocolate Easter Bunny, maybe from the Godiva company, 
two bucks. So four bucks for both kids. Uh, jelly beans with the plastic eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, that's that's a couple bucks there. The ma- the uh, the malted balls that nobody eats. Oh, dude, I love those. Robin's eggs is what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. guys. Yeah. No, those when those, those are the best. When man. those aren't stale, those are the greatest. The best. You're like, wow. Oh, man. Why is it so chocolatey and light? It's like one of the it's like one of the few and rare, you actually talk like that when yeah, you're eating them. It's one of the few oh. rare like chocolate things I actually oh, like. I agree. Those are great. Well, so my, the a, reason there's the reason, a meadow and you're walking through yeah. it. Wait, wait, I'm, 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 we're trying to break this down. So we're up to like ten bucks right now, right? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, green plastic grass that goes inside. You recycle that, though. So maybe you save that, or maybe you yeah. gotta buy a new pack. All right, that's it's easy just to put that in a zip, a and, big like a freezer size Ziploc bag. And that's also that's one of those things that perhaps may be unnecessary. You don't have you don't have to have. That's that. a bad presentation. It, I yeah, I get that. <laughs> You Easter basket with your eyes first. I get it. Uh, peeps. I don't my, know if you do peeps. Back in the day when my dad was a single dad, he would actually go out to the lawnmower bag and pull out real grass clippings uh-huh, yeah. and put them in the basket for us. Uh, dude, there, I saw at the store the other day, there's Take mystery peeps now. Huh? There's mystery peeps now. Man. There's, one, there's three different... They're just all white, and there's three different flavors, and you have to guess what flavor they are. I would say maybe 15 bucks, right? Fifteen bucks Maybe. per basket. This fifteen bucks a basket. This is by far my mother's favorite time of year. A because it was my birthday, but B uh, because it's a uh, you know he is risen. Praise, uh-huh. praise Jesus, and she is the biggest fanatic of peeps. She is the big. She was single handedly. She, she doesn't have to wait until they have peeps for every holiday now. Yeah, I, I. She knows that, and she has them year round. Believe me. But she is. She can single handedly keep the the peeps. I do company peeps, man. Mm. in business because she buys them by the box, and puts them, opens them, puts them in a cabinet, and lets them stale out for I, I multiple like months. Oh, really? God, not months, oh, but so gross. I will tell you this, and and this is I'm, I'm this is I'm weird with this. I only like the. The chicken peeps, the little chicks. I don't like the bunnies. I don't think she likes the bunnies either. Just, just, just the chicks. Is this so you can pretend it's actual chicken that you're eating? I don't know. But like when the, the ghosts, I'm out like on Halloween. Oh, they gotta, gotta be the pumpkins and like yeah, they got they the flags for Fourth of July. The the mini chicks shape. The yellow mini chicks. <laughs> well, it's a. You you do the stale ones? I mean, she. I mean, she I, don't, I don't. It's, I don't, it's I don't like a... open them and purposely make them stale. But when there they are, are stale, I'm like, that's oh, pretty dude. sweet. There are people that she uses out. this one corner cabinet, almost like a whiskey barrel for peeps. She mm-hmm. just puts them in there and lets them. She's like, aging on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lets them age. <laughs> just like Ooh, they're almost wide. finished. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, fifteen bucks. Fifteen. Fifteen bucks for it. Got it. Do you think that's cheap? Oh yeah, I think that's cheap. Um, I mean, that's right. That's par for what I would go with. But there's a lot of people that I'm finding the older go all I get, out. They go all out and they do gifts. They do Easter gifts. Oh wait a minute! I think a couple I think... years I got a toy. I I used to growing like up in I used your to basket get... though. In the basket, yeah. 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 Do you remember um, when they used to? And Moon, I know you probably definitely remember this. When they used to do the Ninja Turtles, like in like the Ninja Turtle action figures. Yeah, sure. They used to come with like the. The little plastic thing, I, just like Barbies, but they were Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I used to get a Ninja Turtle every year. Yeah, people are saying on Twitter that my my estimate's low. Well, maybe twenty I, bucks. I thought my wife, I thought my wife went crazy yesterday because she went to Walmart and whew, we're talking forty five dollars a basket. A basket. Oh yeah, she got outfits and pajamas. But here's the thing, though. And, You're, I mean, you have not even a two year old, 
So your son is how old? He's 14 months. 14 months. All right, so a little over a year. And my daughter's almost three. Your daughter's almost three. Uh, maybe a bit and, and 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 but here's and here was her defense, the fact that both of my kids aren't real big. Well, especially my son, I don't even think he's ever had. But like my daughter's not real big on candy, and we end up like Halloween. We threw away a ton of candy because it went bad. Christmas, everybody gives you like those. Chocolate so what's in the, So what'd she spend the money on? So she got her uh, a couple T-shirts, got her some stickers, frozen erasers, right, tattoos, that's gonna, that's gonna sidewalk up. chalk, things it's like more that. Than candy. So, yeah. So that that's yeah, that makes sense. But still, I, I I looked at her like she had seventeen heads yesterday when she came in and said she spent ninety dollars. Hmm. I was like, I could have bought yeah. baskets for the next ten years for ninety dollars. Yeah, I'll probably drop fifty. Maybe for 60 all, total. For, for the, all 16 for the, kids? For the family, yeah. <laughs> because I get those big jumbo bags. Uh-huh. And just, yeah, you got a Costco. You know, <laughs> dump it in. It's like shots. Like one, two, three. Hey, you, one. you're actually using well, the dome. You, you're using you the dome that for your, with your brother. What? You're what? using the dome for your kids' Easter egg hunt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, what Easter candy is most popular in this state? In this state here. It's got to be. The Reese's eggs. Boy. No. I would say it's got to be jelly beans. Yeah, that's oh, what no. I would have gone with. What about the Cadbury eggs? Until I thought no. it was wrong. And are we, gonna, are we going to ever get this? Peeps? Sixlets. No. Chicken wings. God, I love it. Robin's Chicken eggs. Wings, it's a toast of ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's on the south side. But I'm they're dying. I think what, what the hell else there is. Uh, it's Starburst. What? Uh, huh. Yeah. I can see that because you can put a handful of them in the basket, I guess, right? Starburst, according to this... Uh, the study, Starburst, is the most popular candy in Missouri. Man. That's in Illinois, it's it's the Cadbury eggs. Mm. I I am the the, the this, Cadbury eggs won twelve of the of the fifty states. Peeps won five. Then like Snickers uh, Snickers eggs, Reese's eggs, Godiva bunnies. Even things like almond joy eggs and sour patch bunnies and Tootsie Roll eggs. Won a couple states. You like this won't surprise anybody, but uh, I I can't tell you the last time. Like I don't get the chocolate bunnies. I get the white chocolate bunnies, and man, the one thing I love about the chocolate bunnies is so you would start it. Especially I know this is in, in my case, I would start that bunny and I would have it for t- ten days. Because <laughs> if you eat that oh, whole thing yeah, at once, yeah, you yeah. are oh, sick. Yeah, yeah you're no, savoring. You try to, to take the foil and kind of foil it back up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, until it starts turning white. Even then, it's fine. And you always start with the head. You got to eat oh, that yeah, first. Absolutely. You got to eat that first. Stop it. <laughs> I don't think I do. You don't? No. I think I go... I you go know. feet first? You go with the nose or the snout of the thing first. It looks kind of funny. I'm not really sure. I mean, if you're into that. Did you see... Did you see I don't eat too much, though. It gives you... you everybody's doing Burton habits. What you're is in, that? You're in the bathroom. Picking a lot. up hitchhikers. <laughs> Did you no, see? What, you're, you're in the bathroom a lot. Did you see what McDonald's is doing this year? What? They got a Cadbury egg McFlurry. Oh, yeah, I'd do that. <sighs> I want that. So I would bad. do that. You can't have it though. I know. Somebody you're tell me how it is. When the machine works, am I right? <laughs> hey, the McFlurry machine works. Oh, so I don't, you don't. Don't you dare! Yeah, because that's, uh, that's broken. Oh, no, oh. it's the, it's the same. It's the same machine. All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com. 
slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. And your emails, RizShow at 1057thepoint.com. John Patrico is here later on for the Craigslist Week of the Week. And uh, we discussed it yesterday, uh, being that the U.S. Craigslist personal section is down. We're taking this bitch worldwide. We're taking her out of the U.S. because Craigslist Canada, their personal, st- are, they're still up. Yep. Turned a negative uh, into a positive, I think. The, Germany uh, is on German fire. Craigslist personals, yeah. they're still up. UK, good to go. All that stuff is still good to go. DeSoto, Facebook, or I'm sorry, Craigslist. DeSoto, that's down. Down, 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 yeah. Talking about DeSoto, Panama? Yeah. So I think we're going to call it something different now. <laughs> this is the 2018 Craigslist World Cup. Yes, the Craigslist World Cup. <laughs> With the fancy music and all. The Craigslist World Cup. <laughs> that sounds like a great league. Uh-huh. All right, Jeff, some emails. Yeah, you uh, gave us a great list of uh, life hacks yesterday. Yes. And uh, Meredith, first of all, bragger, lives in Honolulu, saying hello, weirdo brother, brethren. And she's got a Facebook hack if you want to kind of like, you know, every, every people on Facebook, and a lot of social media, you, every once in a while you go through and you kind of cleanse who you're following. Yeah, yeah. And an easy way as opposed to going through, let's say you got 5,000 people that you follow, as opposed to going through that entire list, go over to the birthdays daily. And when people that you follow, their birthdays pop up, you can look at it. If you don't want to follow them anymore, you can unfollow oh, so them. Like, like a daily. Yeah. A daily, yeah, I don't need you in my life. Right. On their yeah. birthday, though, which yeah. is all savage. Kind of a dick movie. Break up with somebody Little. on their birthday. And, and do you Tony say happy, happy birthday? Bir- do you say happy birthday first and then unfollow? <laughs> do they know if you unfollow them? Do I, they get a notification? I don't think so. No I, idea. I don't know. She also says that I'm her spirit animal. Okay, whatever that is. Uh, well, you are an animal. Either way, it's a bad decision on you, Meredith. <laughs> Next. Uh, let's see, 13-year employee of QT. This is John from Wright City. Wants to clarify the alarm at QT thing that uh, Tones was talking about yesterday. Oh, yeah, what were you saying? So when you walk into a QT and you hear some kind of alarm, that means there's nobody behind the counter? Yeah, somebody told me that, it, like, so if nobody's behind the counter and you walk into QT, okay, uh-huh. and there's a, a long, like, bell, ding, buzz, whatever you want to call it, and you're staying at the counter, somebody has to come around and buzz themselves behind the counter mm. because basically somebody walked in and nobody's at the counter. Yeah, I never noticed that. Uh, they say the alarm does not go off when there is a customer at the counter and there is no one there to help them. It is simply a door alarm that goes off when someone passes through it or is standing in the doorway. It only goes off if the switch is actually manually turned on by an employee. Uh, okay, uh, it is used, correct. It is used mostly by the overnight managers to know when someone walks in the door. So it's just a, when right. you when you walk in the door, an alarm goes off. That's all it is, according to this person. It's yeah, I was I was correct. Well, I thought you meant when somebody was at the counter and nobody was there. No, when, I, yeah, when, the impression was when you're at the counter, and nobody's there, an alarm goes off, and, and an employee comes over to help you. That's the impression you gave. That's what, what I you said. Yeah. No, basically, yeah. what I was saying was if you walk into QT to buy something, you walk in and the alarm goes off if there's nobody behind the counter, mm. and so you're standing there and this alarm's going off, and they got to come in and buzz to get behind the counter and ring you out. Yeah, this person's saying it's just what you're hearing is just an alarm when somebody comes in the door. 
next. Uh, and also, did you know they have a three to one ratio with uh, if if you're behind the counter, like Riz, if you're behind the counter, three people in front of you, they're helping. If there's a fourth, they immediately, by corporate rules, have to call another employee to help out. Hmm. That's why you get in and out of there so quickly. Neat. Yeah. You were talking, somebody brought up yesterday, have you ever seen your mother-in-law's belly button? That was me. Yeah, it said that changes your life. This person, I'm going to change your life with this story. Oh, my gosh. So uh, he wants to be anonymous, and I understand why. He was listening to the show, heard us talking about that. A uh, young lady here uh, and he were dating. They were 18 years old, and uh, they were sexting, as teenagers do. She asked for a, a dong pick, not a sleeping dong pick, okay. but a fully okay. awake dong pick. <laughs> as they're doing this, she decided to show her mom something in her phone right as dong pick came over so that's, to the mom's girlfriend's mom's if i were him i'd be super pissed yeah, yeah that's a mistake on her part absolutely so she solicits the dong pick he sends it over she knows that he may send it over at any time and let me show mom a picture on my phone yeah look at something on pinterest while we're waiting yeah and then there's boyfriend's uh dong pick uh fast forward 8 years they are now married well, that's nice and Those two kids made it. Yeah. Guys. So mother-in-law has seen his yes. dingling, yes, dingling, uh, and uh, uh, she constantly brings it up to them. Oh, constantly oh, talks right. about it. And here's the kicker, and I'm going to read it verbatim just to top it off. My mother-in-law is a stone cold fox, and I'm okay with her knowing what I'm bringing to the table. That's this ain't gonna last past ten. <sighs> That's. Wow. This whole there's a whole lot of nope going on here. What do you mean? Like the fact that he's cool with her seeing it is a, is and a bunch she of nope. brings it up. She brings it up as a bunch of weird. The fact that the daughter showed her mom a picture while yes. that was happening. There's a whole lot of get the hells out of here that's know. happening. I could agree with that. Stone Cold calling somebody a stone cold fox too. Is that that's just either creepy what year or is this? I, exactly. Is it dated? <laughs> I don't know. What year is this? Oh, it's like the foxy ladies, you know. <laughs> Man, I, I, I uh, you're a fox. I mentioned my mother-in-law's in town, and we were in the kitchen yesterday. And I thought to myself, "I've I've never seen your belly button." Did you say it to her? No, or no, just I thought, thought, I thought to it to myself. Or I have, and just never thought about it. Now, damn it! You know, you about do, the belly button. Just go up. So let's get this out of the way. Let me say it. <laughs> I think he's right, man. That's one of those burn burn into your memories. Okay, well. Yeah, exactly. When you if you see it, you will definitely remember it. Yeah, because it's not, not that it's a bad thing. You just go not at oh. all. Oh, never, never once did I say like, oh, it's a gross thing, or oh, it, it it just changes your life. It's like the first time you saw your dad's penis. It's the same way. Am I wrong? Every single one of you just pictured it. <laughs> Am I wrong? Your Tell dad, me I'm wrong. Your dad's penis? Yes. <laughs> Next. All right. Don't want to expound on that. That's cool. Uh, what else is there to say about that? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember looking at it going, and then looking at me going, boy, you got a lot of work to do here. Let's what go. What in the hell? Man. One more email. Man. All right. <laughs> uh, another anonymous, I guess. Since I don't live in a big city, I don't want the, uh, I don't want the, uh, I don't know what the balls are that Riz was talking about, talking about the traffic balls. Oh, the traffic balls. And they don't want to look up. They don't want in their Google search history traffic balls. So if you could I explain I what they are, I thought I yesterday. It was in the story. There, the the city put around 
96, I believe it was, not, is it 56 or 96? I don't know. Mm. These traffic balls, these concrete giant balls in neighborhoods to keep people from speeding on the streets. So it'd be almost in the middle of the street. Yeah, it literally closes down a street, right? Closes down a street mm-hmm. or they're in the middle of the street where you have to go around them. We have yeah. to slow it down. It's like putting a speed bump in. Well, they right. probably went to, they've probably been to Target. And outside of Target, yeah. instead of the ballots, yes. they have oh, yeah, like yeah. spherical Think ballots. Think about those balls. Yeah. Think about the Target balls. You, you know what? You know where a lot of them are? A lot of them are like on a, on, a, on a city street where there's technically two lanes, or at least it looks that way. But one of those lanes is where cars park. They put like a big traffic ball there so people can't just go and fly down when there's no cars yeah. there. It's just a decorative ballard, basically. Yeah. But with a purpose to slow people down. Like they slow traffic down. Yeah. And the hopes is. Especially if you hit them. Really slow. Yes. Yeah, it really yes. does. Yes. The, the hope is that uh, they'll prevent crashes. Yeah. And there have been stories of people uh, racing down streets, especially down in South City. Yeah. Like if you if you look at this picture here, like there a lot of times they're on corners where there would be crosswalks. And it's so you can't quick cut the corner. Mm-hmm. And just and speed through it. You have to stop and dr- basically drive around them. Well, some of the balls are being busted, mm-hmm. cracking. Some are rolling into traffic, and you know, causes a problem. City officials were like, "Stop busting my balls!" And, yes, you know, they stop were busting like, our ball initiative. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go, farmer. What's his name? Uh, there was uh, anonymous. Farmer was no, anonymous. Yeah. Farmer anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> I thank you all for your emails. Uh, we were enlightened. And now here is today's mattress direct team Riz member of the day. All right, today's team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct, is Matt Petrunic. Yeah, Matt. Matt hails from Godfrey, and Matt says I didn't make the cut last year for Team Riz, but I've made it my New Year's resolution. To become part of this amazing team. Now, Matt's wife was selected for Team Riz 2017, and he says now she struts around the house in that coveted Team Riz jersey, rubbing it in my face any chance she gets. Well, now you got your own. There, Matty. Matt and his wife are point concert going fools, and he actually proposed to his wife at an urge show back in 2014. Oh, that's cool. Matt has met everyone on the show except for me and hopes to change that soon at one of the upcoming Rich Show events. Well, I'll make sure that does not happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get the mystery there, Matt. So you go, Matt Petrunic from Godfrey, the Team Riz member of the day. Gets it super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, what's up? This is Kevin Heffernan. You might know me as Rod Farver from Super Troopers. Yeah, this is Steve Lemmy. I'm Officer Mack from Super Troopers. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, Riz. Happy birthday, man. Douche. You know, their partner, Jay, uh, Sandra Shekar. <laughs> Chandra Shekar. That's that, yeah. Shan Great or job, Chan. 
Chandra Sekar. The guy from Broken Lizard. Just call him Mr. Mustache. Super Troopers Troopers 2. He will be here tomorrow. Around 9 o'clock, he's at Helium Comedy Club this whole weekend. I can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait to just get his name out of the way. Just say the name and then be done with it. Yeah, he he's one of the he's one of the guests that we have that like, you know. I think about like last night. I was thinking about man, Friday. Like, I meet that dude from Super Troopers, yeah. man. Like, that's awesome. I love that movie. Yeah, I love Super hmm. Troopers. One of the greatest. I'm going to see Ready Player One tomorrow. A lot of Ooh. buzz on this thing. Man, you excited about this, aren't you? I mean, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. I mean, the trailer looked great. I hear the it's, book is fantastic. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. I am not a movie guy, and I'm not a video game guy, and I saw this and went, that's something I would go see. Yeah, it's it's a movie that's supposed to be rife with uh, pop culture references. Callbacks to video games and callbacks to uh, old movies. And based on this book, that's supposed to be amazing, too. But, yeah, so I'm going with some friends tomorrow and the kids. Oh, the kids are going, too? Yeah, everybody's going. Everybody's going. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't think. I thought. I didn't know this was like a kid's thing. I don't know. I offered a babysitter. He turned me down. <laughs> no, Jeff. You cannot watch my kids. <laughs> Ooh. Stop asking. There is nudity. What's it rated? PG 13. How much nudity can there be? It says sequences of sci fi action violence, bloody images, suggestive material, partial nudity, and language. Well, PG-13, how much partial nudity is there going to be? I bet there's going to be some side boob and some booty. Side PG-13 side boob? Side boob can be on NBC, bruh. Gotcha well, what's there. it getting on the Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 78% from oh, critics, 81% from audience. All right, that's not bad. I will watch this when it comes on. No, I think this is one of these movies that you need to see on the big screen. I'm not a sci-fi guy, though. Like, that's not like, I mean... You know, like, I, I almost kind of, and I know it's totally different, so don't leap it over this counter, mm-hmm. but, like, Star Wars, Star Trek, like, the sci-fi thing just ain't for me. Well, it's my buddy Jeremy's birthday, and we're all going for his birthday. He really wants to go see it. The, the, his kids are going. My kids are going. We'll go out to dinner before make it a whole thing. That's why we're all going. But it's a Spielberg movie. I think, mm-hmm. you know, these things are always epic. Yeah, it's a much like Christopher Nolan movies, and they need to be enjoyed on big screens. Is, is this the last big Spielberg movie? Because remember, Jeff, that's you had what the he's talking yeah. this week. That's what he's talking. You know, on Rotten Tomatoes, they had a pretty good and funny kind of list on there, and it was movies that didn't do well as far as ratings go. Their ratings go. Rotten Tomatoes ratings that we actually all like. And, and as a matter of fact, the staff of Rotten Tomatoes, even though they gave them bad scores. Or critics did. They're actually good movies. Like a Knight's Tale. Remember a Knight's Tale? They got fifty eight percent. Love that movie. Great movie. Taken fifty eight percent. Uh The Mummy, nineteen ninety nine's The Mummy. I like that one too. It's a good one. That got fifty seven percent. The Sandlot, what did that get? That's on their list. Sandlot probably got I was saying the 40s. 57%. That's Sam what I was going to say. The 40s 57, plus like man, 10. 57%. Spaceballs. That didn't do well. Rotten Tomatoes. 57%. Anybody like The uh, the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou? No. Yeah. no. I like that movie. I really like that movie. That no. got 56%. Step Brothers. 56.5%. Step Brothers. 54%. That was close. Die Hard with a Vengeance. 
didn't do well on Rotten Tomatoes. With a Vengeance, that's one of my favorites. That's my second that's, favorite. I think that's my first favorite. And then the original. Which one's with a vengeance? That's, That's uh, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Oh, I yeah. think that one's my favorite. Uh, the original, the OG Jeremy is, Irons. is my favorite, but I think I like with a vengeance better than the first one. Which one's with a vengeance? Is that the second one, the third one, I think the that's fourth the third one? one? Third one? Yeah, because isn't it Die Hard? And then there's Die Hard Two. Right? Electric Boogaloo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Where they save the rec center from the terrorist. So Die Hard got fifty-two percent with a vengeance. Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I never really enjoyed that movie. That was with uh, it's ben, Stiller ben Stiller. He directed Sean, it. Sean Penn. It's, I thought it was good. It's a remake, which I didn't know. I've never seen it. And it is, it's pretty awesome. That got 51%. Uh, the Last Dragon, 1985 is The Last Dragon. 50%. Great movie. Hmm. Miami Vice, the one with Jamie Foxx and, and Colin Farrell. That's a good movie? He asks... No, no, I'm serious. Oh. I thought I thought people hated that. An art film disguised as an action flick. Miami Vice was a box office bomb rejected by audience who expected a pastel-hued nostalgia trip for Michael Mann. Instead, it's an inky black intense mood piece underscored with the male soap uh, operatic tone that permeates heat. What? They liked it. What? <laughs> <laughs> they liked it. Three Amigos. 46%. Great movie. National Treasure, 44%. Tommy Boy. Oh, come on. 43%. They have Bad Boys on their list. Oh, Bad Boys is awesome. 42%. Beer Fest, speaking of Broken Lizard, 41%. Great movie. I watched that a couple days ago. Hot Rod. Hot Andy Rod Samberg. is Dude, incredible. Hot Rod is one of those where if you watch it in the right moment of your life, you're Great like, movie. that's top three for me. Great movie. Andy Samberg stars as an aimlessly ambitious amateur stunt cyclist who finds purpose in raising $15,000 to cure his cruel stepfather's illness, then beat him to death. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jeff, it is so stupid. They say a, supre <laughs> a supremely stupid comedy with an epic scope a la The Jerk or Dumb and Dumber. And they play some uh, John yep. Farnham music in there. Like, the music is great. I 100% I, I agree with, like, a Dumb and Dumber feel. Space Jam. That only got 38%. Space Jam is the jam. Saw 2. That got 37%. I can see those Saw movies just getting destroyed. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, 37%. Bow Wow is a, is a national treasure. Beaches, <laughs> 36%. Super Troopers, 35%. God damn it, Tango and Cash, 33%. Uh, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret of the Ooze. Don't you dare talk ill of this movie. It got bad It got bad Rotten Tomatoes, but they say they still love it. I will tell you this. percent That is top five on my list. I loved it. I can, I can quote that movie from start to finish. Hook. 29%. I can do the same with wow, that movie, too. really? Get out of here. If you say anything about The Mighty Ducks 2, I'm leaping That's over this counter. There. Showgirls, Say 22%. something. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> they got Showgirls on the list. 22%. It's a Versace. Son-in-law. With Pauly Shore. Great Love that movie. Yep. 21%. Judge Dredd. Oh, dude. That, that is... With Stallone. Judge Dredd, one of the first boobs I've ever saw on, on a television screen. Oh, and do you, do you think it's a good movie, though? I don't know. I just remember the boobs. I, the only thing I remember about that, because I've never seen it, is everyone saying it's the worst movie ever made. Judge J Dredd? Dude, a lot of people were like, this I like is it. the worst. Really? I 17%. Never... I think it's campy. It's... 
Is it supposed to be? Uh, no frills action over the top. I mean, that's what it was. Oh, wait Judge a second. Dredd. You know what? I think I'm mixing up. Do- Demolition Man. No, Demolition Man is incredible. Biodome. No, Demolition Man is awesome. Rocky no, Five. No, um, no, I'm thinking of something that was sci-fi with uh, John Travolta. Oh, you're thinking about the uh, Scientology movie. I am. What? Something AD or something? No, you're thinking of that Scientology what am movie I thinking you came of? out with. Yeah, it just had the Boy, same got the big vibe. Dreads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the same vibe. Oh, as... um, and that's a direct sci- that... L. Ron Hubbard Scientology movie. It is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but I, th- I remember hearing that was the worst movie ever made, and I, I keep mixing up. Also on this list, Grandma's Boy, sixteen percent. It wasn't Battlefield awesome. Earth, was it? Yes, that's Battlefield it. Earth. Battle. That's it. Grandma's Boy is great. It's so even when you're watching, it, like this is so dumb. It's so stoner movie, but it is so good. Grandma's Boy is a movie I saw it once, and I, or I the first time I saw it, it was like a Sunday afternoon, and I hated every minute of it. And then I watched it like uh, uh, two or three months down the road. Yeah, I love it, and it's one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen in my Ma- life. Dude, same same for me. When I watched it, I was so disappointed. Then the second time, I was like, Nope, this is great. Total reversal. Alan Covert is a treasure. You want I, to talk about I a treasure? Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times. And that times, got sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I say, Oh my God, first place. What does that mean? I broke it. And <laughs> Sino <laughs> uh, Man, fifteen percent. Black Knight, starring Martin Lawrence. Yep, fourteen percent. Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. That movie is awesome. Odakirk is 11%. the greatest. I don't remember that. Oh, that's great. Oh, I, dude, I, I saw. Talk about quote, is, is that the movie? I quote that in here. Is that the movie where uh, he like fights a cow? Yes. Okay. Uh, I watched that movie when I got my tonsils taken out, and <laughs> it was me and my buddy that were watching it, and he said that the movie like. It was just like a scene of just like the like background, like nothing was happening. It was a transition, and he said out of nowhere, I went. (laughs) I don't remember a single second of the movie though. And one more, this got nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. Drop Dead Fred. That's a movie that. What's her name? Phoebe Cates. Yeah, that was a movie when I when I watched it. Back then, it was hilarious, but I saw that on TV the other day, and I was like, man, this is real stupid. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, when Tom Green was in here, he talked about how poorly Freddy Got Fingered uh, was reviewed. I'm surprised yes. that's not on this list. Because yeah, but that's people, still a terrible people, movie. Pe- oh, yeah, but people that like that movie love Yeah, but it's a small movie. amount of people. This, these, he, these, are saying, like, like, these are movies that like, got bad reviews by oh, critics, okay. but still people love these movies. Yeah. Freddy Got Fingered is still terrible. It was terrible then and will still be terrible forever. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. I'll go ahead and stop typing up that email try to get Tom Green back in here. <laughs> I like Tom Green. And again, that's the only movie I've ever walked out of. And I bet that guy <laughs> knows. Like, that guy has heard enough and he has two eyes to read and two ears to hear that that movie was her It was Daddy Wants Some Sausages. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> And that'll do it for me. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. I meant to send this to uh, Sticks before the show. Something new that's going to be up on the blog. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this going around the last couple of days on the interwebs here, but 
it's it's still pictures uh, side by side. One of while they're shooting movies with all the special effects, green screen stuff, and like the actors dressed in green screen stuff. And then it's a split screen with them actually in the actual movie, like what you and I see when we go see the movie. It's pretty fascinating. And it shows you how good people, how good actors are. Like you and I are doing a scene that's mostly CGI and I'm I'm dressed in nothing but yeah, green. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the actual movie, I'm a monster or something. Yeah. It's it's pretty startling. It's pretty cool. So it should be up on the blog here in just a little bit. Also tonight is that Mississippi Nights reunion show at Del Mar Hall. Yeah, I saw that. Who's who's playing that? That's the thing. I haven't seen anywhere who's playing it. It says uh, band, staff, and friends all gather, you know, to reminisce. And as a person who grew up in Mississippi Nights, you know, musically speaking, I would love to go to it. But so why don't you go? Yeah, it's a Thursday night. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. Can I come in late tomorrow? No. Then I'm not going. So I don't know. I looked it up a little bit. It's on the Points website if you want to check it out. So uh, that woman who is uh, accusing Nellie of raping her after a concert in Washington State was hospitalized last week for, quote, emotional distress. Monica Green's uh, friend called the cops and did one of those wellness checks because after talking with her on the phone, she got kind of kind of wigged out a little bit. So they, they called the cops. Uh, they were worried about their friend's, quote, continuing severe emotional distress related to the alleged Nellie rape and the aftermath. Uh, Green is suing Nellie for sexual assault and defamation that took place on his tour bus. And from get, from the get-go, he is saying that it is not true. So she is having a bit of a breakdown. An update on the Corey Feldman story. He says he was driving his car with his security guy in the passenger seat when they uh, realized they were being followed. When they came to a red light, a short, bald, quote-unquote Mexican fellow got out and started harassing the security guy. Then he got back into the car, drove around to the driver's side of Corey's car. man got out, yanked open Corey's door, and stabbed him with something. And this is where things get weird. Corey says he isn't sure what it was. He says it was a very small punctuation. Puncture. His word, not mine. Okay. He thinks it was either a syringe or a guy just got him with the tip of a knife. He was able to shut the door, speed away, went to the hospital, posted some pictures of himself, and blamed the attack on, quote, vile wolf pack that's been harassing him on social media because he's been speaking out. Well, because the way he made it seem at first, he... Corey Feldman stabbed multiple times in the stomach. Which is what he said when he first talked about right. it in all caps. And here's another. There's a couple of weird things to this. First all of all. things weird. Yeah. If most 90-something percent of especially celebrities, when they post about an injury or something like that, what do we see a picture of? The wound. The wound. Did we see a picture of the wound? No. Ain't seen nothing except for a picture of him with it covered. Also, if you're being followed, would you not call the police or drive to a police station? And the security guy. Whew, good, job good job there, Pally. Good job. Way to go. Uh, let's. <laughs> the cops are saying he said that they are investigating it as a uh, attempted homicide. Cops are saying, nope, we certainly are not. And they also said they never saw any sort of uh, puncture wound at all. So we'll see what happens there. Punctuation wound. Yeah, or, I'm sorry, punctuation. Yeah. So that that premiere of Roseanne revival attracted 18.2 million viewers on Tuesday night. Pretty Huge. incredible, yeah. Huge. In fact, it was double what ABC thought they were gonna get. It's also more than 16.6 million who tuned in for the series finale back in '97. Main broadcast was obviously the only way to uh, to see it back then. According to ABC, it is the highest rated sitcom broadcast on any network in nearly. Four years uh, since the episode of uh, Big Bang Theory in 2014 that got right close to those numbers. 
And speaking of reboots, Will and Grace, which was off for 11 years before coming back for a brand new ninth season in 2017. Then there's the Roseanne one, and there may be another one after nearly 19 years. What's coming back? Possibly. It's being talked about Mad About You. Oh, with Paul Reiser and... Uh, Paul Reiser, Helen Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, she says that they still get together about once a month and either chat or have lunch. And they were recently Didn't having... They, uh, they got divorced in the show, right? That was the end? The end that I know of was their kid went away to college is what I remember. They, divorced, right, they lived in the apartment. Yeah. They had a kid, raised it. Well, it goes I away to college. They got divorced at the end. That, that, I don't remember that, but it could be. It's very possible. This, I have much memory. This so. was before my time, but wasn't that like considered like friends light? Or like the older friends. It, I mean, it was a it was pretty good. stereotypical. I thought it was a good show. I loved like, it. I not, it not, great. not friends light, but like you know what I'm saying. Like it was if Friends was my generation, Mad About You was the generation before me. Possibly. Yeah. So Paul is in. He's he's like, yeah, I'm down. I think I'm not really sure. They're they're at that. He was at that, good in Stranger Things. Oh, dude, great, Incredible. great in Stranger Things. He's very good in that. Right now, they're at that whole. Hey, I would do it if it's done right, but I don't want to screw up what we left behind, sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, and also, the cast of Dawson's Creek got together. Oh, they did. They I did a reunion recently, and they talked about doing their show again. But don't hold your breath. It would have to be a reinvention of sorts. I don't think. Not, 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 not in the way you're envisioning, probably. You know what? What I love about the show is that it exists. Is that Katie Holmes? That's Katie Holmes. <laughs> you just got so excited. <laughs> Katie! Katie Holmes! What I love about the show is that it existed at a time pre-social media, pre-internet. Um, and it was, it was nostalgic when we were shooting it. And I, and I like that we ended it when we were all five years older. It does feel like it's it's completed. Yeah, I had some friends that were really into that show. Well, that was must-see TV. I yeah. Just, eh, nah. That was the the one real super nah. disappointing uh, TV show in my TV-watching career back when I used to watch a little bit more TV. I was ready to go. This is going to be my new show, and I watched one episode went, nope, Well, you know what happened me. at the end? Dawson drowned in the creek. Oh, ironic. Don't you think? Crazy. Uh, spring is upon us, so obviously uh, a, a man's fancy turns to the next Sharknado and that has been announced <laughs> that we will have another one it'll be number six in in, in the uh, series and gosh guys it's going to be the last one sorry it's going to be the last one well it wasn't the last one called oh hell no <laughs> seriously wasn't it it was uh, <laughs> highest rated one was Sharknado 2 uh, 3.9 million viewers and number five the last one was only 1.8 million so they're going to do Sharknado it. 2 I actually tuned in to the first 10 minutes Mm-mm-mm. This is going to be Sharknado 6. It's going to be called The Final Sharknado. And then in two years, it's going to go Sharknado 7. We That's back it. again. We back again. Uh, Tara Reid will be back, even oh, though, good. spoiler alert, she died in the last one. Yeah, it's going to be flashbacks or she's going to be a, a, <clears> a, no. NATO, a NATO ghost. No, so they do silly things. So somehow she'll be living in the belly of the she'll shark. She'll be living in the belly. And controlling it. Mm-hmm. I think it's about time Pornhub gives back to us, don't you think? And I quote, here at They Por- give back to us every day. Mm. Here at Pornhub, I'm quoting, we think a, a name is worth celebrating rather than subjecting to incessant ridicule. It comes down to if you live in one of those cities that has the very sexualized name, you know what I'm yes. talking about? Like Harry Hill, Alberta, or Climax, Saskatchewan, you get 
free premium Pornhub now. Wow. And HD Pornhub. Awesome. Oh, wow. That's nice. How cool is that? And I got a list for you if you'd like. Of, of, the, of the names of the places that, that will get premium Pornhub membership. Yes. And if you believe that your city should be on this list and it's not on this list and this is just a parcel list, you can actually submit it and they will consider it. What's down here? Pilot Knob? Pilot Knob, yeah. Oh, they deserve That's it. That's right down by Ironton. And there's, there's also like Beaver, Missouri, right? Uh, there's, I'm going to start with Analandia, Sao Paulo. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's uh, Fort Dick, California. Uh, Climax, Saskatchewan. Hooker, Oklahoma. Boners Lake, Wisconsin. <laughs> Climax, Michigan. Big Bone, Kentucky. Oh, there's Intercourse, Pennsylvania. I know that. Uh, Horny Town, North Carolina. Three, three-way, Virginia. Big Beaver, Pennsylvania. Balls Creek, Nova Scotia. I think it's pronounced Dialdo, Newfoundland. Uh-huh. <laughs> Le Tampon. Uh, Where's Le Tampon? I can't pronounce it. Reu- it looks like Reunion, but I'm sure I'm not. That's not how it's spelled or uh, pronounced. Slut, Vaster, Norlands. <laughs> Gay Oblast Samara, uh, Penis Stone, South Yorkshire, Balls Cross Petworth. Can't say that one. <laughs> People live there. They put it on their envelopes. Yeah. And La Vagina Toscana. So again, if you live in a city that you think you should be on this list, you can go to Pornhub and uh, submit. I know there are some places here. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Festus. Cooter, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Cooter, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yesterday, Riz, you did a uh, list of the top, what, uh, best uh, uh, baseball-themed movies, correct? Yes. And it was just like... Pe- the hot top baseball movies of all time. That, I that know. people loved. We had, a, we had a poll up there on the uh, on Twitter, and people expressing their opinions, telling us what their favorite baseball mm-hmm. movies are. The snubs on my list. I know The Natural wasn't on there, and people were outraged. Well, how about a list of the top grossing baseball-themed movies? Oh, okay. uh, maybe since today, you know. Yeah, the top day. ten. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a top twenty, but let's just go to the top ten. All right, the top grossing ones. Top grossing ones, yes. All right, let's see if we can figure this out. Uh, the top grossing movie, uh, Major League. Major League is number ten. Okay, that's number yeah. ten. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams, number five. Uh, Moneyball. Moneyball, number three. A League of Their Own. Number one, one hundred and twenty. Oh, right. One hundred seven point five one, million. Surprising. I wouldn't yeah. think that. No yeah. Uh, number two was on your list yesterday. 61. Close. Oh, that was on HBO. 42. Oh. 42. 95 million. No, 42 wasn't on my it list. It was not on the list. That was a snub. 61 was. Mm. Okay. Um, Bull Durham. Bull Durham, number eight. Uh, let's go Disney. Uh, Mighty Ducks on there at all? That's, that's not that's, baseball. That's, oh, my yeah, God. It's not sorry. sports. I'm it's baseball. It's hockey. <laughs> uh uh, miss, Mr. 3000 Mr. 3000 was number 20 Major League 2 Sandlot 18 Bad Major News League. Bears the newer one 17 For the Love of the Game 16 Fever Pitch Trouble with the Curb 15 Million Dollar Arm 14 What'd you say Fever Pitch number 12 uh, What about movies like Rookie of the Year I say this every time Rookie of the Year number 7 Look at you yeah. Oh my gosh I'm gonna give that to you Yeah Did anybody say The Natural Yes Number 11 11. What about uh, Little Big League? Little Big League. No way that's on. Uh, no. I love that movie so much. We What's the one with uh, Matt LeBlanc and the uh, and Ed the, and the and the monkey? It's my one of my daughter's favorite movies. Ed. Not Ed. on here. Ed didn't make it. Huh? Hardball's An- number Angels thirteen. In, Angels in the outfield. Angels in, with Ted Danson. That's Disney, right? 
Number nine. That wasn't with Ted Danson. That was with Tony uh, Danson. Tony Danson. Did I said Ted Danson? <laughs> oh, I, how dare me. <laughs> so you got two, two left. Number six and number four. Well, I always get right? that mixed up. No, wait. No, no. We said the number four Ted one was the rookie, right? No, the rookie we did not say. Okay, that, that was number four. So you got one more. What number, about the scout? Number six on the, the list. The rookie is the kid with the arm. The kid with the, the does the fastball. Yeah, the Dennis Quaid. Right? No, you're thinking no, rookie you're thinking of the rookie of the year. The kid from uh, De- from American Pie. Rookie is yes. when Dennis Quaid is old, but he gets a chance to oh, okay, yeah, be yeah. a yeah. What isn't the scout? What's the one with um, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes? Oh, is that's that, uh, some where there's like a bomb or something. Now I don't know. You're thinking the last Boy no, Scout. Number no, six has no, no, uh, Wesley Snipes. He was in Major League. Bench warmers. I know that. But what, bench warmers. Wesley Are Snipes. You serious? Six. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god! I just pulled, no, I pulled there, that there out was of one with like De Niro and Snipes, and De Niro was like a rabid fan who yes, like tried I think to put it's a bomb the in the fan. stadium. It's called the fan. The fan. The fan. Yep. Did you hear what number six was? Bench, bench warmers. That movie was so bad, but so good. The fan. Uh, by the way, and Jeff, De Niro was the fan. Yeah, was Snipes it's a great the, movie. Was Snipes the player? Oh, I remember Snipes seeing him player. sitting in the stands, being all creepy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, De Niro plays such a creep. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. Uh, by the way, Jeff, so the Mississippi Nights thing, uh-huh. I just saw online. Mighty Ducks. That it was. Not- um, so the last <laughs> night of Mississippi topic. Nights, uh-huh. they opened up the venue and let musicians come in and do a jam session. Uh huh. That's pretty much exactly how they're going to so mirror things. So anybody who played down there could come up and play. They said that there's going to be a ton of local musicians, and it's just going to be an impromptu jam session. So they're since not, I never played on stage there, I should just go to Delmar Hall and just puke all over the bathroom? I guess so. Okay. And they said mm-hmm. to keep the nostalgia, they're not going to announce who the acts are that, uh, that are going to be jamming. Uh, oh, well, Ooh. you know what? I've been taking those guitar lessons. Uh-oh. Maybe it's time to... Thin Rizzy. Do a little shredding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Krabby Birthdays, Lucy Lawless, Xena, Warrior Princess is 50. John Popper from Blues Traveler, 51. Elle McPherson, 54. Perry Farrell is 59. The original singer of Toto is... Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Bobby Kimball. He is 71. Is Bobby Kimball? Yeah. That's okay. it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Eric nuts. Idle from Monty Python is 75, and today's Burton Birthday of the Day. He's been in a lot of movies, and he's one of those guys where you know him, but you don't know his name. He usually plays somebody's father-in-law. Uh, you most likely know him as Herschel from The Walking Dead. Scott Wilson, 76 years old. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Victoria White. And today's birthday girl, she's seen more balls than a major league umpire Hello. in 173 <laughs> films, <laughs> including Stay the F Out of My House, Chow Down, Don't Tell My Wife I'm Banging the Secretary. Oh. She's in a movie called Everything to Do with Butts. Also in I'll Sleep with Your Wife If You Sleep with Mine. My stepsister is a slut, and who could forget her unforgettable role in three, two, one, let's tickle. <laughs> Victoria White, 31 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Pseudo. Yeah, today's opening day. Woo-woo. How about that? Start of the baseball season. Man, I'm super, super excited about the the possibilities for the for the Cardinals. But I always I always feel like the Blues get kicked to the corner a little bit. Well, especially, and I understand why I get all that. With the Blues making for, a run. Yeah, for me as a fan, more of a fan of hockey. I just well, I you'll it. get the well. It's officially Cardinal season. Yeah. The Blues are knocked out if yep. they're knocked out. Yeah.
Yeah, you're right. You're right. You want to yeah. fix anything? Uh-huh. Well, doesn't the same thing happen when the blue season starts to Cardinals? Yeah, but I'm okay with that because I'm more of a fan of hockey is what I'm saying. Just for me as more of a you, fan Jeff. of hockey. Yeah. I feel you, Jeff. Uh, you think your dad's going to be wearing something red today for opening day? Your dad's a big Cardinal fan. Uh, I don't know. I would not be surprised if he does. Hmm. Yeah, I bet he does. Well, yeah, he's the guy that doesn't he have season tickets all the time? He uh, or, or he packages like or whatever. He goes yeah. in with somebody that has season tickets. Mm, right. so. yeah, he goes hey, to a lot of games. It's a big I, commitment, man. Yeah, like there's no way that he could go to the, what oh, 81 games or whatever it is. But I think he goes to he goes to like 20, 25 maybe. Yeah, him and your mom go to a lot of games. They, they watch my mom, and this is this. I, I could be slightly wrong. They watched every single every single spring training game. Oh, did they? Wow! I was They're at the I was at the house, and I walk in. I go, "Are you watching spring training baseball?" You know and there are a million goes, games, sure right? Mm. I sure am. Okay. Yeah, you know there are a million games in the baseball season. Yeah, he got the he got the half season, the five hundred thousand game package. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> My mom watches or listens to every inning. That's amazing. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Join by March thirty first and get free enrollment and no contract. Another jewelry store was broken into. Another one. Now this time on the Illinois side, and police in Fairview Heights say that three people first broke into the St. Clair Square Mall early last Friday. So last Friday, why are we hearing about it now? Don't know. So they broke into uh, the St. Clair Square Mall and then into Prime Jewelers. And in surveillance video, you could see two people with crowbars jump over glass cases and then crack into them. And uh, they stuffed some stuff into a backpack and then drove off in a dark-colored newer Jeep Cherokee. And police say it could be the same getaway car used in the jewelry store robbery downtown here on Tuesday morning. Remember that jewelry store in Olive? Downtown here. And and by the way, the one downtown here, they didn't get anything. Really? They didn't get they anything did not at all? get anything in that robbery. So let's recap some of these jewelry store robberies recently. On February 1st, a dog was shot and killed during an armed robbery at Time Keeps and Olivet. Don't forget about that story. Wow, I did forget about that. On March 19th, shots were fired inside Vincent's Jewelers during a robbery in Crevecore. Less than 24 hours later. Michael Genovese Jewelers was robbed about two miles away. So it seems to be a thing now. Remember when carjackings were, was a thing? Yeah. Yep. Now it's jewelry store robberies. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. It all started with them, everybody farting in the little eggs at the arch, and now mm-hmm. they went to carjacking. See what and happens? Then... Uh, police are investigating a homicide that happened at Spanish Lake yesterday afternoon. Cops got a call from the 1700 block of Woodstream around 245. When they got there, they found a 66-year-old woman dead inside of a house. A juvenile suspect taken into custody in connection with her death. We don't have any other info other than that. 25-year-old Brandon Cuthin. He's been charged with assault and armed criminal actions. He's the guy who tracked down the man who stole his car. In St. Charles County. The shooting happened last Thursday night at McDonough and 6th Street just before 10. And according to Brandon, the 41-year-old thief stole his car in O'Fallon while it was running but unattended. 
and he was able to use a tracking device to find the car in St. Charles. The thief was still inside. He confronted the guy and thought he was armed, and Brandon shot him. The thief got out of the car and stumbled through a yard, and the homeowner called police after the guy who was shot knocked on her door. He was taken to a hospital. I think he's still in serious condition. Brandon is being held on a $100,000 cash-only bond. And the police are saying, you know what? Next time that happens, just call us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't shoot people in a in a residential neighborhood. Mm-mm. And also, I would imagine it falls under that your life wasn't in danger kind of thing, right? Yeah, especially since he confronted the thief. Right. So you think he's armed, so then you shoot him? It doesn't... That's not how you should do it. No. Uh, here's another update. Yesterday, uh, 38-year-old Brian Ratzel, he is from Labadee, charged with second-degree murder, armed criminal action, and unlawful possession of a firearm. He's accused of killing a man whose body was uh, found on Old Fox Creek Road in Wildwood over the weekend. So I got that guy. The victim is 27-year-old Christopher Austin. According to police, Brian admitted to a friend that he had shot Christopher. That's a that's a pretty small place. Uh, Labadee's a pretty small city, or whatever. I don't it's even know where that call. is. It's out past Pacific. Oh, out, it's out west, area, like Gray Summit exit mm. off Forty Four. And uh, finally, locally, a bus driver has been suspended after a six-year-old boy was left on a bus in New City for eight hours. And uh, Moon, you were a bus driver for a little while. Yep. But you drove a short bus. No, I Did you I drove, drive a big bus? Yeah, I drove all of them. I had the transit styles, you know, the flat fronts, mm-hmm. and then the conventionals, which are the big old school ones with the engine in the front. Um, I had a route that was the the van bus, the short bus, but I did I did them all. I did the wheelchair bus as well, you know, which has the side door. And the now, elevator. when you're driving kids around, yeah. was it procedure to walk up and down to see if there were any kids left on the bus before you parked? Uh, it was so long ago, I can't tell you exactly what was procedure and what wasn't, but I'm sure that was encouraged. I was definitely taught to do that, and I did that every time anyway. So the kid's mom called the cops after her son didn't come home from school. And apparently the boy fell asleep and stayed on the bus after the other kids were dropped off at Flynn Park Elementary School. So the kid fell asleep at the beginning of the day. The driver said he didn't notice. He was sleeping in one of the seats, and the bus was taken back to the bus terminal. A different driver used a different bus for the afternoon route, which left the kid alone in the cold and rain for the whole day. So the bus just sat parked at the terminal while the kid was in it. The boy was found around 4.15 that afternoon. Wow. So this kid slept that entire time? No, it did, not necessarily he slept. We just don't know. He was just in the bus. He was just in the bus. Mm. So basically what this happened was, and even if this bus driver did quote-unquote check, he did the old turnaround and went, we're good. But this kid was sleeping on a bench probably. Right, so after they dropped off all the kids in the morning right. at school, they took the bus back to the terminal, was parked for the day. So probably closed up, locked up. It is weird because if anything, you're going back there, and I would check the, the seats and the floors because you don't want to leave trash behind. If I remember right, I got in trouble if there was trash behind. Listen, this kid could have been screaming his head off for five hours, mm-hmm. six hours, seven hours, and he's in a closed bus. The six bus years could have, old, damn. The bus could have been in a parking lot. It could have been in a, in a dark garage. Yeah. 
So the Missouri Central Bus Company says the driver has been suspended while they do an investigation. The driver looks like he did not follow the protocol to walk the bus. The kid's mom says that's not enough. Quote, somebody needs to get fired or arrested or something. And the university school district released a a statement regarding the incident. My question is, so if the kid doesn't show up to school, they don't call the school right away? I'm sorry, they don't call home right away? Yeah, the parents. Like, if you put your kid on a bus and it doesn't, the kid doesn't make it to school, I want to know about it. Yeah. What you're saying, right? Yeah, that's that's like even at, you know, I went to a private high school or grade school too. They take attendance every morning and then the attendance is sent to the office. And if your name is not on the here sheet and there is no, hey, Tony's not going to be here, there's an immediate call to the parent. Right. Yeah, even when I was in school, you had a, the parent had to call in. Call me out sick. Yeah, that that happened to me once. Or else you get a call. And I don't remember if the call was in the morning or in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm. That happened to me once. I was doing something with Habitat for Humanity. And they didn't mark me on the sheet of the people going on the field trip. And I wasn't on the sheet as excused absent. So they called my folks and were like, um. And my mom's like, he's doing some service trip thing. They're like, oh, okay, we're good. Check. So the U-City School District said uh, yesterday administrators in the school district of University City became aware of an incident in which a first grader at Flynn Park Elementary was inadvertently left on the school bus. According to the information we have at this time, the student boarded the school bus, fell asleep, and remained on the bus after the other students had exited. The district's uh, transportation provider, Missouri Central School Bus Company, has safety procedures in place to guard against this type of situation. However, it appears those procedures were not followed. The sleeping student was not seen by the driver and was inadvertently transported back to the bus terminal. The student remained on the bus at the bus terminal for approximately eight hours. Parents called the University City Police Department to report the student missing. He had been marked absent at school with a follow-up call to parents scheduled. Oh, uh, somebody in the chat room says that they just began a, to drive a, a school bus, and on their bus, there's an alarm that he has to push like a check-in button at the back of the bus. Oh, oh wow. Sure. So Ooh, to make sure you idea. walk the bus. Yeah. Each company How is, about you just walk the bus? There right? you go. Yeah, each company's different, and of course, each employee is going to follow whatever rules they're going to want to follow. I remember, dude, we had such a checklist. It was 4.30 in the morning, and I had to go out. It didn't matter if it was snowing or whatever. Before I was allowed to open uh, to to turn the bus on, I had to do a full inspection. I'm checking cotter pins. And, oh yeah, and all these different things, and checking it off, and then get on. Then I can start my bus. I mean, there was a huh. to the T science behind the company that I worked for in, in doing that. Did Did you bring like the the bus key home with you every day, and you just had the key in your pocket and went to the compound and went and started it up and no, clean all, or was that all done for you? Um, no, no, no. They they maintain the buses. Sure. But I and I had different routes throughout the day, which required different different buses. And you would be assigned usually to a bus a route. Sometimes that would change, but you would have to check every day to see if it changed. What if right. a bus was in maintenance and you'd have yeah, to grab yeah, a yeah, key? Yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, it was a full blown. Wow. What a life, huh? Yeah, fascinating to me. I don't know why, but it's fascinating. And I worked for a special, or I didn't work for a special school district, but all my routes were a special school district um, or a behavioral disorder, which just means like trouble kids yeah um so uh it was everywhere it wasn't just in one district i was all over Mm. the county all over the city well i'll tell you what somebody's in trouble Mm -hmm. my my sister just texted me and said like if my niece doesn't go to a class she gets a text an email and a voicemail wow 
Yeah, like, yeah. Boom. Maybe the thing, like you said, maybe the thing to help here is don't schedule that call to the parents for the afternoon. Maybe. Well, who knows how many right calls away. they make? Yeah. True. Or it's probably a robocall. I don't know. Either way. A robocall. Hello, Mr. Rizzuto. Your <laughs> child is missing. No, your kid ain't here. <laughs> Unexcused absence. <laughs> yeah, either way, uh, the, the driver's in, in a spot of trouble. Yeah, you, yeah, you that, can't do that. And that poor kid... Our phone number 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-333. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com, slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, RizShow, 1057thepoint.com. Here he is, Mr. John Patrico in studio. Hey, hey. Hey, Woo. John. Hi, oh, it's catching yeah. on. You're a wooer too, huh? <laughs> it's catching on. I like it. I think I saw online, uh, uh, it's being referred to as, uh, if you do it, you're a woozer. Ah, <laughs> that's great. Clever. Well, I tell you what, yeah. the coach is into it. Yeah, that's what I said. Hey. The players are into it. In this time of the year, you got to get something going. Seems right? to be working. Yeah, so far so good. Seems to be working, huh? Yeah. The last couple games seems to be good luck. Go with the hot hand, and in this that's right. case, it's yeah. that particular you know thing. You excited for opening day today, John? Oh, well, not being in New York, I don't know what the weather is going to be yeah, like. Yeah, but you there. know what. Opening day's opening, opening day. Opening day is opening day. Yeah. So. The boys of summer hitting the field, huh, guys? Here we go. Here We're we go. Ready. A million games hitting to go. the field, and it's 40 <laughs> degrees and raining. Let's that's go right. play some baseball. Like baseball. Oh, boy. <laughs> tell you. Uh, let's uh, continue on with news. Uh, hear about this? Uh, Cosmo Magazine, Cosmopolitan Magazine. Yeah, I saw the headline. Defending itself after Walmart announced this week, they're no longer going to no gonna stock the magazine at the checkout aisle. In 5,000 stores. And Walmart made the decision after the National Center on Sexual Exploitation declared it inappropriate for a magazine to portray women as sex objects in the oh, Me Too era. That reason? Huh. I thought it was because of all of the... I mean, if you just look at the cover of a Cosmo and it's sitting right there in the, in the aisle, you know, where all the, the candy and stuff is and all the last-minute stuff, and you've got a kid sitting there that can read... That is in that age between. I understand what's going on when I read. You know, give is, is give her the best O ever. You know, yeah, on the but co- I'm thinking sometimes they the cover them. I get that they but. have well paid models on the front who voluntarily get their picture taken. Right. Yeah, for this particular issue, I'm, I, I don't get it. They're 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 very well paid. It's not like they're being and forced they're to well do it. Well paid models. So Cosmo defended itself on Wednesday by saying, with our focus on empowerment. We are proud of all that the brand has achieved for women around the world in the areas of equality, health, relationships, career, politics, and social issues. Of all the magazines, what guy reads Cosmo? It's a woman's magazine. Yeah. Made for women. And Twitter users uh, question whether Walmart had its priority straight. One person wrote, Walmart removed Cosmopolitan. I'd be more impressed if they hired full-time employees instead of 
who part time employees so they just don't have to pay benefits. <laughs> it sounded like he got burnt before. <laughs> One also wrote, also, your in house pizza sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. That's right. Hit him where and another hurt. thing. Your in-house pizza sucks. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote, "Me too" is about harassment, not sex, and certainly not women enjoying sex. Everything is being thrown into the panic blender. Either that was very well said. That mm-hmm. is. That's, uh, that's that a great panic point. blender. I mean, if they're not going to put it in uh, checkout, where's it going to go? Because. They don't have you know a, what? They're going to wrap it in... in they uh, don't have a magazine section. They're going to wrap it in the brown paper and put it on a top shelf. Mm-hmm. Like they put the porn <laughs> magazines in the airport. They don't have a magazine Not really. I don't shelf? think... I, they did. I, I didn't think... They're I don't Walmart think they has, do anymore. I think it's Walmart? all just right there yeah. in the, right there in the, in the front, aisle. That's I it. think. I thought it was now, Walgreens still has yeah. one. Walgreens still does. Right, yeah. but I think Walmart... I don't think you can go somewhere else in the store and look at magazines or anything. I didn't know that. Do they still sell the porn at the airports? Porn mags? What are you looking at me for? I have no idea. I get mine home <laughs> delivered. to the airport every week. I bring mine Just to the, the airport with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I haven't looked recently. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the ones on like the top shelf. With the, the, you go uh, to the Hudson News. The screen on them. And, and it's a top shelf and usually has a, it's in a plastic bag with a black bar over the front so you, yeah. the kitties don't see. And you go, how many people actually buy porn at the airport? Right, and, and then go sit next to you on the Yeah, on the airplane, the airport and all of a sudden you're going, hmm. Uh. <laughs> what is that, a club confidential? <laughs> <laughs> you got somebody reading Dear Penthouse Forum over your shoulder? It's the worst. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> hey, you know who wants to get out of jail? Pretty much everybody in jail. But more specifically, Jared Fogle, the subway guy. And Jared Fogle is trying to score an early release with the help of President Donald Trump. And according to documents, Jared filed an application for Trump and the warden at the FCI Englewood prison requesting habeas corpus. Specifically, he says he is, quote, unlawfully incarcerated due to illegal charge of conspiracy. He also claims he was pressured into pleading guilty and his conviction on child porn charges, and he wants his plea withdrawn from the court. And Jared now wants the court to justify the reasons for keeping him behind bars or to release him immediately, noting that his constitutional rights have been violated. Nah. Can we speak directly to Jared here? (laughs) Nah. Dear Jared, you're not going anywhere. Nah. 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 You know, it's impressive to be recognized as uh, number one in the world at something, right? Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm the number one dad right here. Oh, I man. have the cup and... I do, too. And the shirt to prove it. I never got a cup. Uh, there's a guy in England who was just diagnosed with the, quote, world's worst case of gonorrhea. Oh. The world's <laughs> worst case of gonorrhea. And his doctors say... There's never been a strain that's so good at resisting antibiotics and every other drug treatment they throw at it. How funny would it be if you asked this guy how he's doing? Oh, I have the worst gonorrhea in the world. <laughs> Prove it. No, no I really do. Oh, no, yeah. here, here's they my really certificate. Do. Yeah, I really do. He's got a mug. <laughs> worst gonorrhea. World's worst gonorrhea. <laughs> there it is. The blue ribbon's on my jacket. It's right here. Uh, Dustin says, obviously, none of you guys have been to the book aisle at Walmart. They have tons of magazines. Well, we stand corrected, Dustin. Sorry, man. I just I go in and get my broccoli and my tube socks, and I'm out. Yeah, Alex. Uh, Alex's magazines are back by the books at Walmart. 
They have hmm. books at Walmart? They do, Jeff. <laughs> okay. What am I back to a gonorrhea guy? Yeah. And this guy believes he got it after he had sex with a woman in Southeast Asia, which that adds up, huh? <laughs> and the really scary thing here, uh, of course, is that if doctors can't find a way to treat it, it means that gonorrhea has finally found a way to mutate into invincibility. Oh, no. And that would take it from being a treatable STD to an untreatable one. And it's one that causes, uh, like, serious pain and infertility and pelvic inflammatory disease. Wow, that last one doesn't sound fun at all. Yikes. Jeez. So that's not a fun one to have, gonorrhea. And this guy's uh, got the world's worst case. Yikes. That's not good. No, not at all. There's a next story here, and this guy has obviously got some mental health issues, so I don't want to rip on him like rip on him too much, but he plays one of the best 911 calls that I think I've heard this year. Guy's name is Richard Quintero. He's 46 years old. He's from North Carolina, and last Thursday, he called 911 and wanted to let him know that he was Jesus, and he'd finally returned to Earth. And that he'd broken into a pizza hut to eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew. Yep. Okay, indeed. Here's what that sounded like. High point nine one one. What is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the pizza hut. I broke the window, and I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back. He's back to earth. All right. And uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. This guy uh, just started his shift. Uh, all right. Here we go. Do I hear right. the alarm going off? Guys, I got a Jesus. Tell me more. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> We're going to send somebody All out right, right and, away. Uh, so you don't work there? No, I just broke in, had a pizza. I'm Jesus. <laughs> and what was your name again? My name is Jesus. <laughs> What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. Christ. Middle yeah, initial H. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> you knew that? that? Don't you understand? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> last name. Christ. Okay. And what do you look like? Uh, I look like Jesus. <laughs> what else? He's going, don't you know? Haven't you seen pictures? <laughs> yeah, I got the robe and the long hair, and I got some holes in my hands. I do have sandals on. Oh, I do have sandals. Like Jesus. What else do I supposed to look like? Why, why'd you do that? Because I'm Jesus. I can do whatever I want. We're tired of Judas's on this earth. We're going to clean this earth up. So what are you up to? Man, where do you live at? <laughs> so what are you up to? That was Jesus saying, what are you up to? I think so. Yeah, what? he should have said, well, I thought you already knew. So, somebody <laughs> in the chat known. room says here that the most the most amazing part of this all is he actually turned water to Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had that ability. So, so what are you up to? Man, where do you live at? I don't. I'm from heaven. How'd you get over over to the Pizza Hut? Mm. I'm from heaven, sir. Yeah, I can okay. do anything. And would you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. Um, so does that mean that he broke in, made himself a pizza, yeah, turned it on, like say, actually made Because there shouldn't have been did. any pizza there, or did he just I don't know. Who knows? He could have been eating raw dough <laughs> yeah, and cheese. Yeah, I was going to say. It's great, though. The alarm is just sounding in the background. Do you hear it? <laughs> Where do you uh, live? He I was. Don't. And just, you know, he was cooperative when cops showed up and uh, he was charged with breaking and entering and larceny. So, you know, obviously, the guy is is uh, a Looney Tunes. Yeah. Something's going mm-hmm. on there. Uh-huh. Wasn't supposed to do this till Sunday. <laughs> That's right. 
going before Pontius Pilate again? <laughs> no way. Uh, Brutus. He's back. You know, Brutus. Uh, is that what he said? Judas. 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 <laughs> Judas. I said Brutus. That's, that's Popeye. Brutus. That's yeah, Brutus is Popeye. Also, book. also a dick. <laughs> you know what that H yes. in Jesus H Christ stands for? Harold. No, it's Hoobastank. Oh my God, I was just going to say Harold. What is it? It's Hoobastank. Jesus Hoobastank Christ? That's exactly right. Oh, I heard that book. somewhere. That's where they got that. Uh, finally, in uh, your news, there's a uh, restaurant in Toronto. The place is called the Antler Kitchen and Bar. And the owner is Michael Hunter. He's a, he's both a hunter, ironically, and a forager. So Michael Hunter is a hunter and forager. And the restaurant is decorated with a pair of antlers that was uh, from, um, I guess, the first buck that Michael had killed. It hangs from a kitchen window. And there's pictures of wild vegetables that his business partner forages, like pictures of wild vegetables and mushrooms. And he doesn't believe in factory farming and believes that every part of the animal should be used. And his menu reflects that. You know, for example, he braises like the tougher cuts of of boar that normally people would throw out. He makes his own sausage. And it sounds like this guy actually respects the food that he makes. Like a real artist. So one day back in December, an employee wrote on the uh, you know the sandwich board outside the outside the restaurant in chalk. He wrote, venison is the new kale. <laughs> and you know who was offended? <laughs> Animal rights people. Oh, of course they were. Specifically a woman who has experience organizing animal rights protests. So she organized. And the first event in front of Michael's restaurant was small and peaceful. And over the next couple weeks, the protests got bigger and they got louder. And Michael realized that ignoring them was not working. So he tried using the chalkboard outside to promote their vegan dishes. And that didn't work. Walking traffic to his restaurant was suffering. Nobody would walk, want, want to walk past the protesters. His regulars were not amused. And the protest organizer said her goal always is for a restaurant to go fully vegan. And she says just to reduce the animals that, that they kill isn't good enough. They had signs. They'd yell at people who went in saying, you got blood on your hands. And last Friday, every time the door opened to his restaurant, a shout of murderer echoed throughout the restaurant. Enough is enough, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like, at what point does it become harassment? See, my first thought was, yeah, they can do all this stuff. But when you start yelling like that into the restaurant, I would think that would be detrimental to the business, like restraint of trade or something. I don't know what it would fall under. Of all the places to protest, though, here's a guy that actually uses every piece of the animal. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, one of the hunter's rules are, like, you use almost all, if not every part of every the animal. Of the and that makes hunting Of all okay. the places, this guy's place. I mean, why would they pick? I mean, why not another restaurant? They're still doing well because he, wrote, he was advertising because like, he wrote hey, venison you know? as the new kale as a joke. I mean, and somebody was <laughs> offended. So that Friday, when every time the door opened, the protesters yelled "murderer." And again, walking traffic was suffering. People didn't want to walk past these protesters. So Michael snapped. He walked to the kitchen. 
brought out a cutting board, brought out a giant knife, and he brought out the hindquarter of a deer, a deer leg. And in the front window of his restaurant, he cut up the deer leg while the protesters watched. (laughs) And there's a picture of him doing it. And you could see these protesters with these signs. And in the background, you see Michael in the window cutting up a deer leg. And the protest organizers think they won because, you know, Michael the owner snapped. But since the picture is going viral and video of the protesters being out of control and unruly and downright nasty, since that stuff's making the rounds, reservations are up. (laughs) Great. And people are now discovering the Antler Kitchen and Bar. So here's what happened. Here's a little audio of what happened and what was said outside. This is a vegan protester watching Michael cut up the deer leg. Deliberately brought what appears to be the leg of a deer. That's what they're doing. To to taunt the activists, he's brought the leg of a recently murdered deer to this dining area. You can see that it's a dining area. There's cutlery, there's glasses here. We don't even know if if this is legal for him to be doing this. And police are here, so they're going to enter for some reason. And we don't even know if this is uh, in uh, a complying with health regulations. Police are here now talking to the owner about his dismembering of a deer. Probably they're there because of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harassing his customers. Guy's just trying to make a living. I think he said he's got a family. It's tough to open up a restaurant. Yeah, and it's tough to have a successful restaurant. And I don't know what the percentage of restaurants that actually make it is. Probably not high. Not high. How many restaurants close within the first year? Yeah, that's a tough business, man. Tough business. <clears throat> really tough. And he even says, you know, that he can't can't figure out why they uh, necessarily singled him out. Because our identity as a restaurant is well known throughout the city as ethical farming and foraging initiatives. The guy is like... The guy is super legit. Seems, yeah, seems it like sounds a like nice the sign. Fella too. I'm reading another interview p- prior to the trouble, and uh, I just feel terrible for the guy. Yeah. And the guy snapped, <laughs> and he's like, "Fine, I'm just gonna cut yeah. this up in front of them." You know, it worked. <laughs> hey, you guys can stand out there. I'll stand right here. Yeah, that's and right. Do yeah. my thing. That's, that's a bummer. Right. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Mm-hmm. All right, that's your news. Brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. Rizzuto Show. I like when Peter protests with the naked chicks on the corner. Yeah, man. You ever see those, John? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, usually when the circus comes to town, they have uh, naked women in chains on corners. That's their thing. I'll bet they draw a crowd. I'm down with it. I'm all right with that protest. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old fool. <laughs> so it's an opening day, and Patrico's going to get into sports here in a second, but man, if you love sitting through four hours of commentary and 12 minutes of action, man, you are pumped today. <laughs> 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 and somebody looked at everything from season ticket prices to how much hot dogs are and ranked each team according to how much it costs if you're a diehard fan. 
So what's the most expensive team to be a fan of? I mean, obviously you would think the Yankees. I would say the, I would say the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yankees are number three. See, my my top three would be in no particular order: Yankees, somebody in L.A., or Chicago. The Chicago Cubs are number one. Well, the Chicago Cubs are the most expensive team for fans this year. Just under sixteen thousand dollars if you went to every single home game, and that includes the tickets and parking, food, drinks. A hat and a custom baseball jersey. Sixteen grand to be a Cubs fan. Wow. A diehard. And by the way, the Chicago White Sox are one of the cheapest teams. So sixteen thousand for the for the Cubs, fifty five hundred bucks for the White Sox. Dang. So number two is the Boston Red Sox. Twelve thousand seven hundred twelve bucks. Then the Yankees, twelve thousand five hundred forty seven bucks. The Cardinals, they're up there. The sixth most expensive team wow. to be a fan of. $8,893.04. The three cheapest teams, the Angels, the White Sox, and the Rays. Now, the average for all 30 teams is just under 8000 bucks to see every home game live. And the average ticket price is about 65 bucks. The average price of a jersey is 125 bucks, a hat 16 bucks, a beer $5.90, a soda $4.13, a hot dog $4.52 and 16 bucks for parking. Another study looked at all the giveaways each team has this year. Things like free hats and bobbleheads. And the team that's giving out the most stuff this year, St. Louis Cardinals. Number one. Number one. The Cardinals, Dodgers, Cubs, Mets, and Pirates. The bottom five, Marlins, A's, Diamondbacks, Red Sox, and Phillies. You ain't getting crap if you go there. (laughs) I already see signs already for like it's a pullover night. Yeah, I see billboards everywhere. I'll be there. I saw a headline I saw a headline today that uh, there's actually gonna be a five dollar beer at Bush Stadium. Mm -hmm. No way. I saw it. Some of those giveaways, man, when I see them, I'm just like Damn, that is a hell of a giveaway. And it's quality stuff. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I I feel like it used to be like, hey, you come get a towel, and you get there, and it's a rag. You, you know? Yeah. You're just like, yeah. Oh, but that's cool. It's understandable. I still got something for free. That's still cool. Free is awesome. They're giving out legit awesome stuff. The Blues awesome and stuff. the Cardinals give out legit stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like that Blues blanket they gave away this season, that's a good blanket. How about that hoodie? That uh, like that powder blue hoodie oh, yeah. that the Blues gave away. That yeah. is uh, that's yeah. in my rotation. That's a quality garment. Last year the Blues gave away those those jerseys. Those camo jerseys. Not the camo jerseys. No, you're the, talking about the powder the, blue ones. Yeah, the one where it was the um, captains. Captains jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, che- how incredible is that? Check this out. So what Jeff was saying, five dollar beers. From the time that the gates open until scheduled time of the first pitch, the Terrace Bar will sell draft beer, which is normally nine fifty for five bucks. Damn, that's awesome! I went to I I think it was a Rocky, I think it was Rockies. I went to a Rockies game on towel night or whatever it was, and I I got a rag. Yeah, I got a rag. <laughs> yeah, the the Blues just celebrated Cardinals night, and they gave away like these button down powder blue Cardinals slash Blues theme baseball jerseys. They're incredible. Nice, nice. Now ESPN surveyed twenty nine of their baseball quote unquote experts to get their prediction. For the baseball season. So here, so it's today's opening day. Let's see how right they are at the end of the season. 
21 of the experts think the New York Yankees will take the American League East. The Boston Red Sox got seven votes, and the Orioles got one. 27 think the Cleveland Indians will take the American League Central. The Twins got the other two votes. All 29 experts think the reigning World Series champs, the... Houston Astros. ...will win the American League West. Hmm. All 29 experts think that Bryce Harper and the Washington Nationals will be coming out of the National League East. 28%. I'm sorry, 28 of the 29 think the... Who's going to win the Central? Cubs. Cubs. And the other two votes went to... I'm sorry, the other one vote went to the Brewers. Yeah, I've listened to a lot, not a lot, some in the car yesterday, and pretty much everybody saying Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. They think the Dodgers will win the West, all 29 experts. The ESPN experts project the American League wild cards will be the Red Sox and the Twins. The National League wild cards will be the Brewers and Rockies. Twelve experts think the Astros will win the American League. Eight pick the Indians. Seven pick the Yankees. Two pick the uh, Red Sox. Eleven experts think the Cubs will win the National League. Ten pick the Nationals. Eight pick the Dodgers. It was a tight race selecting the winner of the World Series. Eight ESPN experts think the Astros will win their second straight. If they do, they'll be the first repeat winner since the Yankees won three straight from 98 to 2000. Seven think the Indians will win their first World Series since 1948. Four think the Cubs will win. And three think it'll be the Yankees. Two think it'll be the Red Sox. And just one went to the Nationals. And for what it's worth, their fan vote had the Yankees winning the World Series at 21%. 17% of the fans think the Cubs will take it. And 16% voted for the Indians. And what does Vegas think? An online sports book has the Astros as the favorite with the Dodgers, Yankees, Indians, Cubs, and Nationals close behind in that order. The longest odds to win the World Series. 500 to 1. It's a three-way tie. The Marlins, the Tigers, the Kansas City Royals. Wow, Kansas City Royals fell fast, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, they, they, yeah, they blew up that team, though, remember. Ooh. After they won the World Series, they, like, four of their top five yeah, guys were either released Man. or traded. Man. All right, so we'll see. Today's opening day. We'll see at the end of the season. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. We're going to get through a million games first, though. Yep. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Uh, Cardinals opening day. 2018 season starts on the road against the Mets. Carlos Martinez gets the start. First pitch is scheduled for 12-10. You can watch the game on Fox Sports Midwest. We officially have our first dumb baseball injury of the year. And we almost we almost missed that spring training cut. Because remember, it always usually happens during spring training. Or somebody somebody trips over like a sprinkler head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Sneezes and they're out for three weeks. Yep. Or, Royals. You know, or they, you know, they hurt themselves, uh they hurt themselves or rollerblading. Yep. Mm-hmm. Royals catcher Salvador Perez will miss at least the first month after spraining his MCL. So here's a quiz for you. How did he do it? Was he A, running to first after a bunt and tripped over the first base bag? Okay. B, 
After blocking a pitch in the dirt, he tripped while standing up and landed awkwardly. Okay. Or C, he was carrying a suitcase up some stairs, missed a step, and felt a pop. It's got to be. It's got to be number two. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> you know what? Down, if you guess B, you are wrong. Oh, oh, oh man. Wow. He, uh, he 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 missed a step and felt a pop in his oh, knee, and he is gosh. out four to six weeks with a sprained MCL. <laughs> and the biggest downside on this is he was coming off a career year. Like oh, I mean, oh, had numbers sucks. through the roof. So. <sighs> Uh, Major League Baseball warned the Yankees yesterday that a plan to display images of Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and other players imprinted in beer sold at the stadium would violate league policy. So, you know, you go to a fancy coffee shop and they put a heart in your little oh, frappuccino yeah, mocha yes. thing. Cute. Well, at a media tasting event on Monday... I only drink my cappuccinos with foam art. Yeah, yeah, you you do. You know that. I always say that. So on Monday, a bunch of riders and a bunch of... What I imagine being like, um, you know, the Cardinals luncheon. That was going on at Yankee Stadium. And they came up with this machine that puts pictures of the players' faces on the foam of the coffees and beer. Okay? And like Yankees logos and things like that. Well, um, the league said, you do that, and that's illegal. And you're referring to every year they invite all the radio personalities from around the uh, yeah, he, around the St. Louis area to, to the stadium, and Ms. You know, Alock speaks, and Bill DeWitt speaks. and Here's the new stuff in the, the stadium, stuff, the new yeah. food promotions. We got that coming up. Yep, we sure do. Uh, so basically, after the league came out and said, like, hey, you can't do this, the Yankees put on a statement and said, hey, we were just showing the people. We're not planning on doing that. We were just showing them that we can do that if we wanted to. Mm. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Uh, Tim Tebow, he has been promoted to double A after having one hell of a spring training. He went one for 18 with 11 strikeouts. There you go. That and they sounds like a promotion to me. Absolutely. <laughs> Unbelievable. 30-year-old Tebow, uh, he spent a, a bunch of time with Class A teams last year, and now they promoted him to double A, even though he had a horrendous year. He puts people on the seat. Sure yeah. does. Uh, he is not on the 40-man roster for the Mets major league roster, but they're saying if he didn't have a sprained ankle and miss a bunch of games, there was a chance he probably could have made it, which is nuts. <laughs> Wow. Yesterday, the Giants. Yeah, you listen, don't knock on him being an athlete because the guy. Is, no, he is. is I an athlete. I can't hit a home run out of, out of a major league ballpark. He hit eight of them last year. You know, uh, yesterday the Giants first said, and we're talking football Giants. They said that Odell Beckham Jr. was not on the trading block, and they were working on signing him to a deal. Then later in the day, they said that if you want Odell Beckham Jr., it's going to cost you two first round picks. <laughs> Now, here's what's funny. The GM of the Giants said that no one has contacted him about a trade and that you just don't give up on greatness like Odell Beckham Jr. And then the owner said, no one on this roster is untouchable. Okay. He is great, though. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, he is. If he's not hurt. Yeah. Have you seen the video of him in the hotel room with yeah. the chick doing coke and him smoking a joint? Mm-hmm. Not great for him. Not, not great for him. Not great for him. <laughs> not great for him. <laughs> uh, finally here, LeBron James tied Michael Jordan's 17-year-old double-digit scoring game streak last night in scoring in double digits, so at least 10 points or more, in 866 consecutive games. James scored 41 wow. points in the Cavaliers' 118-105 victory over the Hornets, which, ironically, is owned by Michael Jordan. Mm. So LeBron James doing big things. I think yesterday was, I think, the 25th anniversary of Jordan scoring 69 points in a game. Wow. Yeah, yesterday was the anniversary. I want to say 25 years. He's good. MJ? He's good.
He's good. <laughs> or he was good. That I'm, is on sneakers. Sure does. He I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo So. Headline Hoosh. All right, let's go to Peoria, Illinois. For today's headline Hoosh story, we're last Thursday night around 8 30. Sheriff's deputies were called to a house regarding a stabbing. And when they arrived, they found 48-year-old Carolyn Carpentier standing in the driveway holding her stomach with two puncture wounds visible on her abdomen. As she was being loaded into the ambulance, she said that she'd been arguing with her sister, who stabbed her twice. And she didn't offer she didn't really offer up any specifics as to why. She just said that her sister was, quote, jealous of her. And the house deputies found a wood handle pocket knife on a dresser and drops of blood on the carpet. The sister, 49-year-old Anna John Carpentier, who also lives at the house, told police that she stabbed her sister by accident. Quote, I was cutting up my ham when she ran into the knife. Happens all the time. Every every Easter that happens. Twice. (laughs) (laughs) See there? Twice. Well, I don't know about that one. Hey, back up all! Hey, back up! (laughs) Stop running! I'm trying to cut my ham. Huh. Uh, were the sisters drunk? Hmm. You betchas. You betchas. betchas. Betcha. A deputy in the report wrote that he detected a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emitting from their mouths. Anna John arrested and booked on domestic battery and aggravated battery. Carolyn taken to the hospital, but we do not have word on her condition. Yep, stabbed her twice by accident. She ran into it. From Peoria. It happened. I'm just cutting up my ham. That's today's headline news. Seven, the point. All right, welcome back. John Patrico's here. Craigslist Freak of the Week. All right, chat rumors. We need you for uh, names for these freaks. Get on the Twitter. You'll vote for your favorite freak via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And yes, we know the uh, Craigslist Personals shut down. Was it last Friday? Or was it over the weekend? I, I believe it was sometime this past weekend. Sometime Friday through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the U.S. Craigslist personals are shut down. So the ones we have today are ones we had kind of in the bank from uh, the St. Louis area Craigslist, but now that's gone. So, great suggestion. You know whose Craigslist personals is not shut down? Canada. Earth. Except for the U.S. England. Germany. The Netherlands. You know, everywhere else, their personals are still going. So I guess we taking this bitch worldwide. I was going to say. Am I going to have to kind of like talk in different languages? No, now? no, like, no. You we'll already try. do. And, sure. And here's we thing. got to get it done. Because you run, you know, you run some of these. <laughs> yes. Give me, yes, you please, will have to do it in an Please answer. tell me <laughs> where that Christmas ad yes. was found. Correction, yes. Did you just go to Iceland or what you uh, think that of was, Iceland? That was Sweden. Oh. <laughs> well, so, you know, the Google Translator will translate some of these ads. Mm-hmm. And, mo- and you know what? And, and most of these international Craigslist personals, they have an option where you can read in English. Yeah. And yeah. some of the translations are wacky. Yeah, but the the ones that I was uh, looking at yesterday, I mean, it's, it's all totally doable. That, oh, absolutely. The translator instantly puts it there. And, uh, yeah, even some of the 
<laughs> Some of the gnarliness. I was going to say, they probably get a little more racier. Oh, oh, Trust me, the German ones. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, we boy. probably can't say that, can we? <laughs> there, there are some where, like, just kind of browsing around the, yesterday and the day before. And Whoa. It is, to be completely honest with you, kind of scary. <laughs> so now, folks, it's not just the Craigslist Freak of the Week. It's the Craigslist, you know, World Cup. This is the 2018 Craigslist World Cup. Uh-huh. Way to make it oh. sound classy, since. Oh, this sounds exciting. Now. The World Cup. We just need some, uh, what is it, Vuvuzelas? Who's <laughs> hosting this year? <laughs> yeah, where is it this year? Russia? The Craigslist World Cup. Welcome to it. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. We're not mm. putting you out to pasture yet. John. I was going to say, I'll tell you, when I heard it last week, I thought, you know what? It was a good run, guys. You know, no, I'm gonna miss you. Really I'm not gonna no. be able to see the new place. Uh, it wasn't a good run. It, it was, was a great sad. run. I, I saw, I saw great. my dad, and he was with with one of his friends, and he goes, his friend comes up to me, he goes, "What are you doing, laying him off?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> like, not our fault." Oh, you know, I mean, it was none of your fault. It's just things happen sometimes. I mean, my boys at work were sad. I was sad too. I they said, "What said, are we gonna do?" Oh I'm my like, god, he's done. Hmm. All right, well, this week it's three ads from the St. Louis area. Against all your friends and neighbors, who knows uh, who these people are, choose to remain anonymous. So everybody in the chat room, please send us your names. After John is done reading the third and final ad, you'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. And I'd like to thank our fine sponsor, Dirt Cheap. Nine area locations, Dirt Cheap, Cheap Cheap, Fun Fun. All right, John, ready? Oh, let's do this. Craig's this Freak of the Week. Here we go, ad number one coming at you. Spit. Man for anyone, 42-year-old North County. About to ask for something that I know not everyone is going to be down with. And that's okay with me. Move on if you're not into spit play. Don't bother sending me a troll, junk, or hate messages. They won't be responded to. I'm a 42-year-old white stud. I'm going to strip down naked and lay on my bed you spit on me all over everywhere every nook and cranny Mm. the more the better and i'm not talking about spittle or spitting water i want it from down deep the juicier the better it's going to run down the side of my body off the side of my face all that warmth and slime is going to turn me on so much Must be over 18, but as close to that number as possible. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Please be in shape and attractive. I'm not going to just settle for just anyone. Please, if you are sick, bring your meds. I want to know just how serious your sickness is. Send a picture with your reply. I look forward to hearing from you. I practice safe sex and expect you to be safe, too. Not all water sports are acceptable. Talk soon. Yeah, there you go. There's uh, nominee number one. I tell you. You know how I know this guy's not a 42-year-old white stud? Because he says he's a 42-year-old white stud. (laughs) Right. Top that, Germany. (laughs) Yeah. You know that phrase? Uh, made my stomach turn. Which one? No, no. You know the, the, the phrase. That, that saying. Something made my stomach turn. That, that oh saying. yeah. When the word when he said the word slime, I, I mean it physically <laughs> felt like my stomach turned. And the Did you kind of pucker up a little bit? It just went like it actually spun and slime. Yeah. 
the warmth and slime. It's going to turn me on so much. I mean, and I get this is hitting towards sex too. I guess because no. I practice safe sex. So yeah, he doesn't mention anything he, about sex. No, but what's that line telling you? You know, I want well, you just to in case also happen. Oh, in case you know you get excited while doing this. <laughs> oh, the ju- just the juicier the better. I want it from down deep. Oh, yeah. no. He's down no, with your no, sickness. No. Mm. Yeah, bring your medication with you. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> How about that you got to be 18 or older, but be yeah, real close. Real close to 18. If you're turning 18 in about a week or two, maybe, okay. You got to be over 18. Over 18, uh-huh. but as close to that number as possible. All right, nominee number one, a name. Okay, so there's four here. There's two really good ones. One that I personally, this might be one of my favorite names. Spit Romney, cool. Okay. Brad Spit, cool. Okay. Loogie Armstrong, funny. Okay. Fleming M. <laughs> That's it. Spelling count on this one. How do we want to spell it? Just like M and M, but with H L and then M and M. P H L E M I N E M. You got to put the G in there. P H L E G M, right? Okay, so yeah, P H L E G M I N E M. Got it. Flemming M. 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 Yes. It's <laughs> incredible. Who said that? Uh, I cannot find it. Well, great job, whoever you Good are. Good job. I cannot find it. <laughs> That's a great name, Fleming M. <laughs> All right, that's nominee number one. John, ready? Ready. Nominee number two, coming at you, John Patrico. Help save my marriage. Woman for man, 38-year-old Glenn Carvin. Are you between the ages of 25 and 40 and black? How big is that beast in your pants? Are you that blessed? If you are black and huge, hit me up. My wife is a size queen and is looking for something to satisfy her more than what I can give her. When I got married five years ago, I made a promise to always make her happy no matter what. Over the past couple months, I can tell she hasn't been sexually satisfied. I asked her what she wanted. She wouldn't say, but I can tell she needed a big brother to get the juices flowing. You are my gift for her. FYI, I'll be in the room watching you two get at it. So no funny business. I prefer you have no criminal record. I'm going to hook you up with our address. She'll answer the door and you just pounce. My wife is pleasantly plump and has a rear end that will not quit. I may take photos if that's okay with it. This is a huge thing for our marriage. Please be respectful when replying. Oh, yeah, she's going to be into this. Just she's gonna uh, open up the door and just jump off. I, yep. I, woman doesn't like that. I know. I mean, I just don't get this where all of a sudden, yeah, she hasn't been saying, but I knew what was wrong. Really? And you came up with this? I know my wife. She could, she could say she doesn't want something. I know, you know she wants it. It wasn't a puppy. No, it was this. Uh-huh. I don't know. Help save my marriage. <laughs> I guess she's not satisfied. Yeah. He knows what she wants, and she wants a black man. With a, he knew that. Mm-hmm. With a beast. With a beast. <laughs> Bring the beast east. Bring it on over. <sighs> He'll be there. No funny business when yeah. you guys are doing on Yeah. When you guys are doing your thing. No funny business. Because I'm going to be sitting in that room. I'm going to be on that chair watching. What does that mean? 
What is what is funny business? Isn't the whole thing funny business? Uh, I guess I don't know. I what guess he, means, he didn't want to, you know, get a little crazy. You know, <laughs> just do the normal and then get out of here. No, oh, nothing okay. crazy. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Uh, there's a couple. <laughs> um, we've got DL hugely. <laughs> the Dark Knight, and we also this is great. Cuck Norris. Ooh, that's good. That's what it is. Cuck Norris. There was a lot of variations of that. You know, yeah, this is a cuckold cuck, situation. Cuck Woolery. Yeah. There was a, there was a lot <laughs> of variations of that. A cuckold being a, a a gentleman who will watch his wife have sex with another man. And that's a cuckold. You ever seen an actual amateur video of that? Of of a, a couple doing that with somebody else? Like cuck, the cuckold thing? It's like a humiliation thing yeah. for, for the other guy. Yeah. It's, Hmm. I've never seen it either. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I, know, no, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know. All right, John, ready? <laughs> okay. Number three. Here we go, finally. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Looking to set up a no-holds-barred, anything-goes orgy for some time in the next few weeks. We can meet somewhere public like a hotel or a motel. We can meet on my property in Herman. It'll be a guy's weekend. <laughs> we can hunt, play tackle football. Ride four wheelers, do all the fun stuff guys do, but totally naked. You got it. Want to go fishing? It's going to be nice to get away with just the guys. If you have fairy friends, bring them. <laughs> the more the merrier. I've got a gym bag full of rubbers and toys. I can please a man in ways you can't imagine. No internet, no cameras, and no cell phones. They won't work out here anyway. My trailer has four beds, two couches, so we can probably cram in about 10 to 15 guys. Jeez. I will provide most of the food, but you need to bring some snacks, beer, and that ass. Oh, man. Email me for more information, and we can all set a date. This is a secret meetup. I have a family to worry about. Thanks. All right. Any uh, questions? So, bottom line, he's planning on killing all of them. No, <laughs> no, so. no, no phones, no hey. Don't bring anything that you can communicate with. He's gonna kill them all. They're just I mean, gonna play it. some naked tackle football. Oh, I bet he is. Spotty signal out there in Herman. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what? With this, John could be right. You never know. That's <laughs> I mean, sad don't thing. don't tell anybody anybody uh, about not. this. Ten uh-huh. to fifteen guys in the trailer. <laughs> I think we cram in ten to fifteen guys. I feel like there's a boombox on a shelf, and everybody gets here's like, "All right, guys, are we ready?" And let's play in the Top Gun soundtrack or something. Similar. Here we go. I want to fish. Let's go fishing. There's a stove that only two of the burners work. Uh, and it's electric. You've been stove. there, huh? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm, okay. An electric stove with dirty coils. Yeah, a dirty yeah. coil. Yeah. Uh, Probably brown. Ugh, like, yeah. In brown. Uh-huh. All right, so this is uh, Dude's Weekend of the Country. Any names for this guy? Yep, we got three good ones here. We've got Omen Wilson, mm-hmm. Boy Orge, uh, and we have Georgie, but spelled G-E, Orgy. Is Boy Orge, I mean, that's but that just good. implies that it's going to be boys. Yeah. Oh, I see. So do we do Georgie, or do we do Omen Wilson? I'm gonna let uh, Jeff make that call. Where do we do Trailer Park Boys? There you go. Oh, there trailer you go. Park. I. You hey. still? Is this still my call? No. Nope. Trailer Park Boys. There you go. <laughs> Jeff got it. Thanks. He nailed it. Thanks, man. All right, there you go. There are the three ads for you. 
You are now able to vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. One of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. So we got nominee number one, Fleming M. It's a guy that wants you to come over. He's going to get naked and you spit loogies on him. All right. Nominee number two, Cuck Norris. That's a guy who's trying to save his marriage and his wife hasn't told him, but he knows what she needs. And that's a very large black man to come over and sleep with her. And then you just heard from the Trailer Park Boys. All right. John? Yeah? Who's it going to be? Who are we endorsing? Uh, I'll tell you, it's probably got to be Fleming M. The spit guy? Because it, both participants, it's disgusting either way. You doing the part and you having the part. And it's you just, were, you it's, spitting and you receiving. There's, there's no good end to this. All right. Fleming M for John Moon? Oh, yeah. I totally agree with John. <laughs> Totally agree. The other the other guys there, they're they're intense. They're doing their things, but that's that's we're talking about freaks here. Number one, <laughs> Fleming uh, M. Sticks. All right, Fleming M for sticks. I'm gonna go to Patrico. Any other week, I think Cuck Norris wins, but Fleming M takes it this week. <laughs> yeah, this the spit thing. Where what is that? What would Freud say? Where did that come from? Curious. It's a it's a being dominated thing. You think so? But he was very. Specific. I bet you this guy's like a CEO of a company, right? Yeah, it's a point. It's a, yeah. um, a type A personality during the day, and then at night, just do whatever and, you want to make. And you notice kind of he doesn't even mention about I will give you this money. He mentions nothing that. So you're gonna do this for nothing? You're coming in there, and you got to be good looking. Come on now. I bet you this has got to be a, a, a boss of some kind. Yeah. To John's point, I hate spitting on another dude and not getting paid for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, come on, at least offer I want to something. Be con- pay for my gas. Yeah. Jeff, what do you C- think? Cuck Norris, to me, could be, and, and like Tone said, any other time, I think that's that's a possibility. And, and also, the possibility is, uh, for number two there, that his wife doesn't really know that this is happening. Yeah. That's very possible. Especially if she opens up the door, you pounce. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what made me worried about it. And the thing of, oh, I'm not sure, but she would probably like this, but I'm still going number one. I, I think that's too much freakiness going on. Yeah. yeah. Spitting. Yeah, with the spitting. Slimy. Yeah. And, I mean, and he, the way he just like so graphically describes it oh, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Fleming M2. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say, if you're not feeling well, it's... We're better. It, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, yeah now, yeah. now yeah. that's a bonus. Well, he wants it from down deep. Uh-huh. So, if you got I, a little ooh. cold, yeah, you got the chest cold. If you got bronchitis, you better. Oh, 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 you're yeah. an you better get over here right now. Mm. Ah, give me something with some color. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's enough. Although I like turn this guy on by playing. Right, I like with the dudes weekend. I like with the dudes weekend. Um. Let me see. The line is, uh, I'll provide most of the food, but you need to bring some snacks, beer, and that ass. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, to the point. Yeah. I also so like how casually he's like. I got a family to take care of. I also <laughs> like how he's casually like, hey, guys, we're going to sit by the bonfire, ride four-wheelers, play tackle football, all naked. Do you guys want to go fishing? <laughs> fishing, anybody? Oh, watch you the Guys got to eat. Watch the hooks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, God. Mm. Right. Bill's not a very good caster. Just somebody cast for him, please. Mm. All right. He's so, good uh, with wrist, but cast your vote <laughs> oh. via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we'll have the winner before we get out of here at 10 o'clock. Rizzuto Show. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back. John Patrico still hanging out. Talk I got to- nowhere to go. And it's raining. <laughs> 
time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It is brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. This is not a replay. We are actually in the studio. We're not on vacation, but DMX is heading back to prison. <laughs> uh, 12 months, this time tax evasion. And in a way, it's kind of sort of, at least he's looking at it this way, as good news. He addressed the judge directly, took responsibility for his actions, says he's just he's just too old to be doing stuff like this I anymore. Just, I just don't understand the tax evasion thing. Like, you go to jail for not paying your taxes. It's something that happens every year. Tax year is every year. It's not every other year. It's not every third year. It's every year. And, and every year you don't do it, you could get in trouble, right? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a widely known thing that you got to pay your taxes. Well, the judge gave him one year behind bars to be followed by three years supervised release. Feds were pushing for a maximum sentence of five years to send him a message because while he was out on bond, failed a drug test, got sent back to jail. That's why we're here where we are. He entered a guilty plea, one count of tax evasion this past, past November as part of that deal. Now, before that deal, he was facing 14 counts and 44 years incarcerated. Guys, so. this year tax uh, tax day is April 17th. Normally it's April 15th, but that falls on a Sunday. April 17th this year. So because it's the 17th, it's optional this year, right? Or you still you know you still have to or file an extension. Okay. You know, I sure. just wonder if these people are if they have somebody else handle their stuff so they don't know if it's getting done. No 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 no. You know? Those are the smart people that have somebody else handle it for them. And every once in a while, there's a bad handler. Mm-hmm. But these are the people that go, I'm DMX. I don't have to do this. Yeah, but oh, even okay. still, though, yeah, hey, you, you yeah, know what? Even so, you still have a part. Like, you know, right. Hey, you know what? I never saw my taxes this year. Yeah. Whatever happened with yeah. that whole thing? Hey, it's April, you know, something or other coming up on April. Because didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison oh, because yeah. of He said he didn't have to pay taxes. Yeah, oh, well, he didn't have to. Oh, well, he was not only <laughs> negligent, he was... Purposefully. Yeah, like evasive. spiteful. So I didn't, I didn't know famous like, people have somebody do it for them. Because and I'm Wesley Snipes. I, I didn't know. Okay. Wesley Snipes, bitch. Justin Bieber. Uh, this is a good story about Mr. Justin Bieber. He was uh, leaving a spin class in L.A. yesterday afternoon, and he saw, uh, I, I think it was two or three homeless people laying on the side of the road. Older, you could tell that they they didn't just stop to rest. They were like, that's where they were living. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he stopped to talk with them. He had a chat with them. At one point, he actually laid down beside them. Uh, he also gave them candy and bottled water, because that's what homeless people need is candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-huh. And probably a half drink bottle of water. I, I shouldn't be crashing on this. He was trying to do a good thing. No word whether they what they talked about, but there's several pictures uh, of what was going on there. And uh, one of the things was he had, I think he had Adidas and Nike on, which really upset me. Um, <laughs> and it match. Yeah, and he had a, a t-shirt on with some praying hands on it too, uh, a little logo. And I read yesterday that he is going to be putting out some new music eventually, not necessarily like tomorrow or this week, but very soon. And rumor is it's Christian music. Oh, really? See how those downloads are. Okay. Uh, Will Farrell announced yesterday he is deleting his Facebook account. And apparently this is turning into a thing for a lot of people uh, to get off of Facebook. And it's because of that Cambridge Analytica mess. You started uh, it, though, Jeff. You started it. I did. Actually, I did, like, five or six years ago I, when I got mm-hmm. off of Facebook. Yeah, yeah I'm right. thinking you're a trailblazer. Everybody's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, in a message on Facebook saying goodbye to Facebook. I know I'm not alone when I say that I was very disturbed to hear about the Cambridge Analytica misuse of millions of Facebook users' info, uh, blah, 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 blah. In this day and age, misinformation. He is now off of Facebook. Former OJ prosecutor Marshall Clark, she has a new show, and it's actually premiering tonight. It's on A&E, and it's one of those, hey, I'm going to open up old cases, cases that have never been solved, that sort of thing. It's called Marsha Clark Investigates the First 48. Tonight's episode is all about Casey Anthony. Oh. Casey Anthony obviously did not Jeez. go to jail for... For killing her daughter. Yeah, Kaylee, and she believes she found some evidence that'll prove that she actually did do it. And it has to do with that investigation into the to the family computer. You remember that at the de- at the fu- at the time, the defense found a search term for foolproof suffocation. Didn't they find evidence of a body being in her trunk? Didn't they find like? Uh, but they found like some sort tape? of tape. De- I thought they found they found something. It might have been like yeah, like duct tape, gray Not tape. Duct tape. I think they could they could determine if there was a body in your trunk. Through forensics, yeah, and with, and with this computer stuff here, they found foolproof suffocation as a, uh, a search term, and this was brought up during the trial. Uh, but the uh, uh, the Anthony, uh, Casey Anthony's people said that was her dad searched that because at the time he was going to kill himself. Well, according to Marsha Clark, the time period when that happened and when it didn't happen, when the dad was there, when she was there, right. she says she can prove. That Casey Anthony is uh, is guilty. So well, she can't be tried again. I mean, no, I was no, say, no, no. Time wise, it's too late. She right? was uh, acquitted. So yeah. And Jenny, uh, Jenny, uh, uh, Janice, sorry, Dickinson will be among the five people that are going to be testifying against Bill Cosby in court. Judge in the case has allowed prosecutors to call five women to show what the motive was on on the part of Bill Cosby, and she is going to be one of them. She has that claim in 1982 when Cosby drugged her, sexually assaulted her in Lake Tahoe. She says when she woke up, her pajama pants were off, and there was evidence that she'd been sexually assaulted. Jeez. The alleged victim in the case, that Andrea uh, Constand, also claims that she was drugged. Same thing happened to her in uh, 2004. Uh, Dickinson will be accompanied by her lawyer named Lisa Blue. Oh, yeah. Some audio for you. The killers, Mr. Brightside, like you've never heard it before. This is a new trend. Listen to this. What does that sound like? Like the like my, speakers are underwater. Or, yeah. my, or, my, or, or my neighbor is... Or how about, yeah, you're at a bar and you're in the bathroom and you can still hear the song through the wall. Oh, yeah. That's a new trend right now, to listen to music like this. Why? Because it's supposed to be soothing. Like where you're in a club and you have to go to the bathroom, but you can still hear the music through the walls. Therefore, you're not completely separated from everybody. Dude, how is that soothing in any way? This is like the I, best I psychological know. game to play with yourself. That's Just, like the most annoying thing. What? Not, to, not to play with yourself. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got all Jeff there. No, I'm I, like, uh, okay. Wish. So imagine, imagine the, the whole FOMO you thing. You want to get up in this? <laughs> Fear of missing out. This way, your brain feels like you're still out there partying, you're socializing, but you found that solace, that little uh, that little private time. Like, I'm, I'm in here. I'm away from that. I can take a deeper breath. It doesn't matter if I don't look great. You yeah. know, it's like a second. What? It's You're in there blowing your nose and, and getting bats out of the cave or going to the bathroom or whatever, but when you go back out there, you can still be like, yeah, man, did you hear the killers? Man, they were great. For Love that song. For introverted people like us. I don't know. Tell if, me- I, if I hear this, I just want to do cocaine on the back of the toilet. <laughs> you that, Fully knowing that, hey, killers, yeah. <laughs> Dude, for introverted people like us, tell me that when you're when you're out 
late at night, we're somewhere, we're at a bar together or something, and, and that moment when you go to the bathroom and you have it to yourself for a second, you're you're so, isn't there like a relief? You're just kind of like, ah. Like I'm on my own exactly. space. Well, well, maybe it's because a lot of times we're out and we do really love the company, but we don't necessarily want to be out. Yeah. I see that, but you know what? We'll go to back to to Patrico's point. That putting me in that space. Yeah. But. To Patrico's point, all I can think of is I'm I'm back living in an apartment, and the people that's, upstairs are playing it too loud. That's what I thought. To me, so it's the exact opposite. It, I'm like I'm like turn it down. It's a new genre called neighbor rock. <laughs> neighbor rock. Number one in neighbor rock on the neighbor rock charts. On the neighbor setting. Uh, Beastie Boys album License to Ill was the first rap album to go number one on Billboard's Top 200, which is crazy. Mike D from the Beastie Boys always knew that rap wasn't just a flash in the pan, was going to be around for a very long time. No idea that it was going to be so mainstream. He said recently with current rap, there's nothing that makes it not pop. But I would, I, I never would have thought that the rappers would be the modern day Lionel Richies of the world. Which is, I mean, that's pretty startling to say, but it's also pretty true. Now rap is routinely at the top of the charts, and he admits that one of his biggest fears from back in the day would be compared to a band that he doesn't really care for. So during this article, he says that his band back in the day and still today is constantly compared to 311. The Beastie Boys are compared yeah. to 311? Yeah, and he was like... I'm sure they're nice dudes, but I don't really care for their music, and I just don't get that connection uh, whatsoever. I never really put those guys in the same... Same when I was reading, I was like, is that a typo? <laughs> Love these guys. I'm just, I'm sure they're nice people. Their music just isn't my cup of tea. So, And uh, finally, uh, Garbage's uh, classic sophomore album, that uh, version 2.0, yeah. 20 years old this May. And they will be celebrating by uh, doing an expanded 20th anniversary reissue, and that's coming out on June 22nd. Crappy birthdays, Lucy Lawless, Xena, Warrior Princess is 50, John Popper from Blues Traveler, 51, Elle McPherson, 54, uh, Perry Farrell is 59, the original singer from Toto, Bobby Kimball, 71. And if you are wondering, he is the dude behind, like, Africa, Hold the Line, like, that's oh, yeah. him. The hits. Yep. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's been in a lot of movies. One of those dudes, you know him, but you don't know his name. He was Herschel in The Walking Dead. Scott Wilson, 78 years old. Today's porno birthday being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Victoria White. Today's birthday girl seen more balls than a major league umpire in 173 fine films, including Stay the F Out of My House, (laughs) Don't Tell My Wife I'm Banging a Secretary, Everything to Do with Butts, My Stepsister is a Slut, and who can forget her unforgettable role in 3, 2, 1, Let's Tickle. Hey, did, oh, quick, I always like a countdown, don't you? Yes. <laughs> John Popper lost all that weight. Didn't he have the? Uh, did he have the same? The gastric sleeve. The sleeve. I don't know something. what he did. I don't know what, you know why he had it. Besides, obviously, health reasons. His one of his comments was, "I'm sure you've heard he, this. He I know a, this story." He had a death scare, didn't he? No. Why? Because he was tired of being a lead singer of a band and not getting any action. He was the only guy in the band that wasn't getting any action. Oh, and the lead singer is the one that always yeah. gets the action. Them and the drummers. Yeah. By the way, Scott Wilson is how old? 76? Eight. Or uh, 78? 70, 76, you're right. Whatever it is. That's old for a person named Scott to me. <laughs> I hope to be that old someday. I, I, I was hoping you would too as well, but it just, Scott, you hear, is 30, Scott, 40. They always, they always party and burn out. It's like, yeah. yeah. I, I met, I met a, an older gentleman who was in his 60s whose name was Jamie, and it was so yeah, weird. That's weird, oh, isn't it? That's, oh, yeah. Brett is another one of those names. Are there any old, famous Scots? Uh, well, yeah. Scott Joplin. He's old. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> name me an old, famous Scott. 
Scott. Scott. Thomas. Scott Key. Scott Thomas. <laughs> it's yeah. a Scott Key. <laughs> Scott Thomas. I, I don't know. That just sounds Speaking good. Speaking of something that works. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me Dude, can you can you imagine that? Like, uh, you know, oh, this is uh, my ninety year old grandpa Jamie's tur- it's turning ninety. I could hear Jamie. an old Jamie now. Now come to think of it, I don't know of any old Scots. First name Scots. Here we go. How do you look that up? Scott Wilson. <laughs> Scott Wilson from. Uh, that we just talked about. Okay. Scott Wilson. Two from, first names. Uh, Scott Patterson is 59. Um, Who's that? Scott Bayo is not even old. Scott, Scott Hall. Bayo. Scott Hall, the wrestler, Razor Ramon, is 59. Scott Joplin. Um, Scott Joplin. When did Scott Joplin die? Uh, 1917. Joplin? He's a composer. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that the Joplin Scott house Bacula. Here? Did you say Scott Bacula? Yeah, he's up there. Okay. He is 63. Uh, is that, is that uh, Kirkwood's own? Scott Bakula, yeah. Uh, there's not many. Oh, man. Scott Snap is 44. That's it, man. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No old Scots. Yeah, they don't make it. See, you being a trailblazer. <laughs> uh-huh. Trailblazer once again. Either that or he's not going to make it till then. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I don't know. I'm dude. just saying because so. Scott seems not, like you don't make it. Not a lot of old Scots, but a lot of great Scots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Show. King Scott. Great Scott. Great Scott. wants to defend himself, and you have the right to. Well, that's, uh, uh, let me just read the tweet. Oh, it's from our buddy Grant Vissel over at KSDK, the reporter. He says, uh, did the musician in the room just ask, who is Scott Joplin? Oh, moon. Shake my head. Yeah, what he, what he didn't catch is, <laughs> when you first said... By the way, I'm on Grant's side. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you when you first said name an old Scott, the first name I said was Scott Joplin, and then moments later, Patrika goes, "Oh, Scott Joplin." And as a joke, I could have either said, "Is there an echo in here?" or "Who's Scott Joplin?" <laughs> I was I reading jo- down a I list jo- of names not, of famous Scots. I'm, I know that Moon. man. I know that. You made yourself look. He's got dead. a house around no, here, I didn't. right? It was just a joke. If someone was there to catch it, John P said he caught it. I caught it. All right. I'm cool. stalling Grant's side. And I don't back him for anything. I, I caught I it, but I'm stalling Grant's side. <laughs> Did you hear that? He goes, and I don't back him for anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I agreed with you on Freak of the Week this week. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Freak of the Week. John uh, read us the three ads earlier. Go to our blog and check them out if you missed them. Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. All right, home stretch, folks. Time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And uh, your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Joined by March 31st. Get free enrollment and no contract. Is something considered a beauty trend if it makes people look way worse? I want you to look up this new thing. It's called Garden Eyebrows. Garden Eyebrows. Apparently, oh, man, the, uh, it fills immediately. The oh. hot new trend on Instagram is dyeing your eyebrows you green. So you dye your eyebrows green and you glue little flowers to them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called garden eyebrows. I don't know if that's better than or worse than I, what I thought it meant was just to let them go. You know what? You know what it looks like? You have horrible face fungus. <laughs> Oh, my God. What do you got? Garden eyebrows? Yeah. There's a lot of somethings on your face. That does nothing at all for me. Not at all. But, That's guys, a shock, John. Beauty <laughs> is subjective. 
So I guess face fungus is sexy to some people. Garden eyebrows. I don't know. I want to hear for is is uh, is Mac here? Well, look at that one. This person took it to a new extreme. Oh, all she's not here, yet? not here yet. I want to hear her thoughts on this. Decorative piercings with different colors all across both eyebrows to make it look like like Christmas tree lights and decorative flowers and things. What? Like ten <laughs> piercings, maybe more. Oh, across boy, are you both about eyebrows. This woman? Well, there's that one too, yeah. And then what is going on? It looks with like Instagram. when you go fishing, you get your hook caught in like the bushes and the grass yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That's what it looks like. I don't know. Mac seems to be into all this, uh, you know, the Instagram beauty stuff. She's up on yeah, that. all the trendy looks all and the stuff like looks. that. Yeah, uh, this maybe I'm not getting something. Oh, this is like this is like a, a remember the remember the beard thing that was a few years ago where you put flowers and stuff in your beard. Oh, yeah, remember that. Yeah, but that you could just take out. Yeah, and this so you're dyeing girls, your eyebrows green. So few girls could pull that one off. That's yeah. true. That's why it didn't last very long. Yeah, you're right. They, the, everything just kept falling. Well, this pretty much uh, contradicts every piece of uh, conventional wisdom ever. Instead of trying to put your regrets behind you to move on, you know, man, no regrets. Mm-hmm. No regrets. So instead of trying to put your regrets behind you, move on, you should fixate the, on them. Let them drive you crazy. Obsess over them. And then you'll be happy. Because according to a new study, when people really focused and dwelled on their failures and they wrote about them using the most brutally honest details, it improved their lives. How? The researchers found that the people who'd obsessed over their bad decisions would make much smarter choices in stressful situations in the future. I think we're those types. We destroy ourselves over things that we did wrong. Yeah, I'm a never forget guy. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Especially with yourself. I'm not going to make that decision again. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. Burn me once. I've told you before, the no regrets thing is the biggest pile of crap as far as I always on, thought that on the too. track of maturity. That and happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so in other words, if somebody does something wrong to you, you're not going to forget, oh, never forgive. It's noted. Okay. Once it's noted. You don't forgive? No. Okay. Well, forg- I'm, I know I forgive. Yeah, but I it's forgive. just in the back of your mind, forget. you will never let that go. Don't forget. I'll forgive. I won't forget. Uh, no, this is you make a bad decision in the past and you go... That didn't turn out well. I'm going to, that's behind me. Forget about it. No, let's not forget about it because I don't want to make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying that's to That's what this is saying. If I'm ignoring things that I've done wrong, how am I growing? All I'm doing is just completely stifling any sort of growth. Having no regrets means to me, and I, I could be off base to myself, means you're not learning from the mistakes you've made. Yeah, and you're pretty much lying to yourself. Right. I mean, you know, you're cre- I don't you're creating see, a narrative. Right. I don't see anybody, not anybody, not having some kind of regret. Oh, dude. No, I mean, I don't there, know. There, you, you don't see the tattoos that say no regrets? There? there are people that, that like certainly practice that philosophy. And, yeah. and, and I think it's like it's pretty detrimental to themselves mostly, but, you know, everybody around you. You don't, you don't see people that do that, that like create a narrative where – like they're exactly, I, and I do. I am a contrary to kind of what I'm saying here. Um, I am kind of a like a 
things happen for a reason and you're kind of where you are because that's where you're supposed to be to a degree. But the people that create a narrative where like I've done everything that's put me here and there's no regrets and I didn't do this wrong because then that put me here. You, wow. Do you understand I, mean, what I'm I understand, but I just. You, I, you don't know anybody like that? I, no, I do not. Oh. I don't know anybody that sits there and says, I'm me and I'm perfect. I don't know anybody. That's perfect? Yeah, Dad. You know, I know there's always somebody. Look to your right. Look to your right, right over here. Jeff Burton, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Wow, there he is. There's a halo around you. Hey, according to a new study, going to concerts is so good for your well-being, it can actually make you live longer. Going to concerts. They found that 20 minutes at a concert makes you feel 21% better. And that's stronger than doing yoga. Or walking your dog. Hmm. And that boost is linked to a longer life. Other studies have found that having a high level of well-being can increase your lifespan by nine years. Damn, so we need to get this out to the community of Scots out there so we can have more older Scots. Because it <laughs> seems like... <laughs> this Scot doesn't like going to concerts. <laughs> Apparently, awesome. most Scots don't. I was going to say, if that's the case... I'm waiting for the study to come out that says staying home will make you live longer. <laughs> I'm yet to see that. That has not come out yet. The researchers are working on it. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all named Scott. (laughs) Well, I know that uh, that this guy's going to be talking about, well, this little incident in his next uh, next confession to church. Around 5 a.m. last Thursday, a guy goes into a clothing store in Brooklyn, New York. And as he stands outside, he makes the sign of the cross. And then he grabbed a brick and threw it right through the glass door. All right. <laughs> well, he tried. Jesus took the wheel for a second, and uh, it bounced off the door, which gave the guy a chance to do the right thing. But he ignored that divine intervention and threw it at the glass again. You got it. <laughs> and this time, the, the glass broke. So he ran into the store, stole about 18 pieces of clothing, and then ran off. And the cops have surveillance footage of him crossing himself, breaking the door, stealing the clothes, and they're trying to track him down. <laughs> But I don't think making the sign of the cross before you commit a felony just, yep. really. I was just gonna say, was this was his name Jesus Christ? Same guy in the other one, huh? Heard about him earlier. Same he went, guy. He went. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know? Let's rob. Uh huh. He's making his way. I don't think it's gonna stand up in court. <laughs> yeah. Make my feet swift mm-hmm. and my aim in the court of accurate. heaven. Mm-hmm. In the court of heaven, of course. And that is your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts America runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here he comes, Mr. Tony Patrico. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Opening day for the Cardinals today. They open up the 2018 oh, season today? on the road against the Mets. Carlos Martinez gets the start for the Cardinals. First pick scheduled for 12-10. You can watch the game on Fox Sports Midwest. Uh, what's the weather supposed to be like in New York? It's Are they cold and rainy. High I mean, of 44 or something like that. I mean, showing the TV, you see the announcers having smoke coming out of her yeah, mouth. It's, so it's cold. It's also uh, pretty pretty foggy out there, too. There's an overcast <laughs> happening right now. So In New York, huh? In New York. Yeah. Remember, Matt Carpenter's still that guy. He doesn't wear batting gloves. Oh, no, yeah. No matter the weather. Oh, uh, the... Uh, those early games and those late fall games. I remember yeah. playing baseball, you know, when I was a kid, and I wasn't a batting gloves guy either. And man, you hit the you hit the ball off the the end of the bat, 
Mm. Oh, man, that sting. Thanks. Do you guys uh, remember the name, speaking of the Mets, do you guys remember the name uh, Rusty Staub? Oh, oh yeah. sure, yeah. He was uh, Le Grand Orange. Was was he? Yeah. Oh, man. They, I mean, literally, like, anytime you look him up, it always says the orange-haired hitter for the Mets, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was, yeah, like, was one of his trademarks. Well, unfortunately, at the age of 73, he has passed away. Oh, so, Mets icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be, I'm sure they're going to honor him some point. You know, the next couple of days where the Cardinals are up he there was, in was New he York. A broadcaster? Did he broadcast the Met games? Twenty-three uh, year career. Damn. He was, I, he was an he expo. Was a yeah. He but, was always when I was a kid. He was always a uh, uh, like a Met. You know, considered a a Met icon. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can even look at his name, Rusty. How many of them are out there? Not a lot of Rusties. Not, not a lot of Rusties. Not, not a lot of Rusties. Not a lot of Rusties. <laughs> Uh, also, and this is this is you know still sad news. Yesterday we talked about Chris Duncan and his battle with cancer and how he's stepping away or with the with the tumor. Uh, Jim Kelly he underwent uh, surgery to remove the oral cancer that came back for what a third time with yeah. him. Yeah, and they reconstructed his Jim jaw Kelly, and everything. Former I mean, Bill, it's 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 sad. But again, they think that they may have caught it. But uh, it's too early to tell exactly what's happening. So they uh, did have surgery hmm. to remove the oral cancer, though. There, um, this is this is great because Tim Tebow. I mean, you know him as a college football, you know, star, NFL. Do you want to say star? He had no. a decent career, and he, he led he had a, team, a couple good games. Led a team to a playoff win. He, you know, he did that. Well, he's playing single A ball last year, and now got promoted to double A because of his impressive performance in spring training. One for eighteen with eleven strikeouts. He's playing That's for the good, double- right? No, <laughs> I, I think you, so. you got a chance, Jeff. He's going to play for the double A <laughs> Binghamton Rumble Ponies. And that's on uh, April 5th. They start their season, and the Mets say that if he had a halfway decent spring training, but he was hurt with a with a left ankle sprain, they said there was a chance they went into the season hey, going, he may have made the forty man roster. That, that's true. Uh, finally, here LeBron James tied Michael Jordan's 17-year-old double-digit scoring game streak last night. LeBron has scored at least 10 points or more in 866 consecutive games. James scored 41 points in the Cavaliers' win over the Hornets, which ironically is owned by Michael Jordan. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Let's go to Peoria, Illinois, where last Thursday night, around 8.30, sheriff's deputies were called to the house. It's the Carpentier house in regards to a stabbing. When they arrived, they found 48-year-old Carolyn Carpentier standing in the driveway holding her stomach with two puncture wounds visible on her abdomen. And as she was being loaded into an ambulance, she said she'd been arguing with her sister who stabbed her twice. And she didn't really offer up any details as to why the sister stabbed her. She just said that she was jealous of her. And the house deputies found a wood-handled pocket knife on a dresser and drops of blood on a carpet. The sister, 49-year-old Anna John Carpentier, who also lives in the house, told police that she stabbed her sister by accident, quote, I was cutting up my ham when she ran into my knife. Twice. And were the sisters drunk? <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. I, I just, I can't get the image out of my head of her cutting her ham like this. Well, no. Just a thought of a, a pocket knife. Can you imagine? How do you cut a ham with a pocket knife? Yeah, what kind of ham are you cutting? <laughs> Good point. Ah. It ain't no honey baked. Uh, nope. 
Uh, a deputy in the report wrote that he detected a strong odor of an alcoholic beverage emitting from their mouths. Anna John arrested and booked on domestic battery and aggravated battery. Carolyn taken to the hospital, but we do not have any word on her condition. But there you go. The sisters, the Carpentier sisters. Today's headline hooch. The Rizzuto Show. All right. That is it for us. Mac in for Donnie next. All right, if uh, if you guys would, please close down the Freak of the Week. Close. Oh, no I problem, man. We got it. John, thoughts? Idiots, right? Speechless after that. Wow, that's something else. Please change it. Sounds like it put it out at the end. We might have to get, <laughs> you know. have somebody to come look at it. All right, the yeah. months are closed. The Craigslist Freak of the Week. And here's how it shook out. In third place, with just 9% of your votes, nominee number three, Trailer Park Boys. That is the fella who's got some property, and he wants you to come out there and play some naked football. And listen, 10 <laughs> to 15 guys in a prop- property. Yeah, property. 10 to 15 guys that squeeze in no this big, trailer. Ain't no big thing. <laughs> All right, so it was either Fleming M or Cuck Norris. The winner. It was really close. 80% of the votes. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't think it would be. The runner-up, 11%. And here we go, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Let me get the appropriate music here, guys. I believe this is it. Your official Craigslist Freak of the Week is... Nominee number one, Fleminem. Spit. Man for anyone. 42-year-old North County. About to ask for something that I know not everyone is going to be down with. Yep. And that's okay with me. Move on if you're not into spit play. Don't bother sending me a troll, junk, or hate messages. They won't be responded to. I'm a 42-year-old white stud. I'm going to strip down naked and lay on my bed. You spit on me. All over. Everywhere. Every nook and cranny. The more the better. And I'm not talking about spittle or spitting water. I want it from down deep. The juicier, the better. It's going to run down the side of my body, off the side of my face. All that warmth and slime is going to turn me on so much. Must be over 18, but as close to that number as possible. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Please be in shape and attractive. I'm not going to just settle for just anyone. Please, if you are sick, bring your meds. I want to know just how serious your sickness is. Send a picture with your reply. I look forward to hearing from you. I practice safe sex and expect you to be safe too. Not all water sports are acceptable. Talk soon. Not all, huh? But some. It didn't sound any better the second some. time than it did yeah. the first time. Maybe a little worse. <laughs> didn't sound there you go. Fleming M is the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Yeah. Hey, big thanks to uh, Sticks in there. Thank you, Sticks, for the blog of the podcast. Tomorrow's her last day, you know. Oh. She's going to be missed. I almost had that happen. I know. I was close. To not being here anymore? Well, the last day. I'm almost, you know. You guys came up. Came came up with a good one for me. 
as far as yeah. finding a replacement for the right. the Craigslist you know, Freak of the Week is now. I was almost gone. Oh yes, yes. twenty eighteen World Cup. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're good. I You're know. coming back next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about you. Okay. You're fine. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? A whole bunch of stuff. Easter stuff. We had the six April Fool's Day uh, Easter pranks. The best Easter candy, or at least the most popular in every state. I think you'll probably be surprised on some of them, and then you can fight over which ones are terrible and which ones are great. A guy claiming to be Jesus. We haven't One of the greatest 911 calls I think I've ever heard. Yeah, he uh, broke into a Pizza Hut, and uh, he had a lot of fun. And definitely catch that. We played the audio. It is awesome. It's opening day. Uh, Major League Baseball. So check out a whole bunch of sports extras. Uh, we ta- we talked about what's the most expensive team to like and the least expensive. Might be low at this point on where the Cardinals land on that list. Freak of the Week and then a great headline, Who's where a chick was cutting ham and accidentally stabbed her drunk sister. They were both drunk. Twice. 1057thepoint.com slash twice. Twice. Hey, Matt, come in here, if you could. Pull you up had, those. You uh, can ask her about that beauty thing? Yeah, pull up those uh, garden eyebrows. Just yell real loud through the, through the soundproof glass. Her. That's Jeff banging on the window. Have you heard of she these? She turned uh, around as soon as I banged on uh, Good morning, by the way. Hi, good morning. Uh, garden eyebrows. Have you heard of this? This new trend on the Instagrams? No, that's not one I've heard of. And I, I mean, I'm an eyebrow fiend. Yeah, you are. I love eyebrows. Well, I figured you'd be up on all you know all the beauty trends well, on yeah, Instagram. Well, yeah, but a lot of them aren't trends. They're just like artistic expressions. You know what I mean? Well, if you put and in garden eyebrows, immediately it pops up. Can you put that in for me, please? Sure, sure. Garden eyebrows. See. I like the braids. I think the braids are cool, but I... Oh! When you braid your eyebrows? Yeah. What? Yeah, or make them, like, appear braided. Those are cool. What? Oh, my God. It looks like you have face fungus. It's... (laughs) That one kind of does, yeah. But I like the ones with the colorful flowers, where they have, like, the pink and yellow in there. It's just artistic expression. That's all it is. Those are cute. I'm in. You're you're not the target audience for this, Riz. No, no, no. Yeah, if you wanted me to bash it, you shouldn't have asked me. No. No, no, I wanted your honest opinion. That's my honest opinion. I think they look cute. I, I don't. <laughs> and the feathers are nice. I like the feather brows, too, I where they're don't. all wispy. John, your thoughts? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Face fungus. Think about if that. you put that on, I'm going to stare at you and just kind of go, That's what? Why do you think people do it? I will accept the fungus criticism. I can see that in some of them. It's like when you get the uh, the algae on the on the siding of your house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Like I want to power wash your face. <laughs> Shower in a pond. Yes, you should see somebody about that. Put some cream on it. Uh, tomorrow on the show from Broken Lizard, Jay Canacaridis, Kendra, Chandra Sekar. That's it. I was gonna say that you didn't let me. You started saying "sa sa sa sa," which that was that close. <laughs> Jay from Broken Lizard's gonna you be got here. Got it. He'll uh, be here. Uh, <laughs> talking about uh, Super Troopers too. Uh, also tomorrow, Friday fail stories. Also the real or fake results. John Patrico, thank you once again for coming and in. Thank you. Back. Who, who are we shouting out? I. You know what? It's gonna be very simple. I'm shouting out to the rain god. So the love of God, stop. Yeah, the man wants Please. to work for God's sakes. Oh. <sighs> We'll see you next week. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Matt Petrunik one more time. He's from Godfrey. Yeah, Matt! He wants to hear this song from this band. And we're going to play it for him, and then we're going to leave and max in. Okay. Okay? That's the that's the <laughs> plan. Okay. Everybody got that? Everybody cool with that? We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye! Thank you. All right. The Rizzuto Show. This is The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.